lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Just over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or a radio show, even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. Denver Golf has a variety and value right in your backyard anywhere in town. From urban golf settings to mountain vistas, you'll find it all at Denver Golf. Fantastic course conditions at the most affordable prices in the Mile High City. With seven facilities to choose from, Denver Golf has programs and courses to fit every golfer. No matter where you live in Denver, there's a Denver Golf course near you. Come home to play. Denver Golf is your neighborhood course. Book your tee times today at cityofdenvergolf.com. Where's the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. Summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. Get tickets and book your Santa Fe getaway at buffalothunderresort.com. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. With the 14th pick in the 2018 NBA Draft, the Denver Nuggets select Michael Porter Jr. from the University of Missouri. Ladies and gentlemen, and forward from Missouri, please welcome Michael Porter Jr. At no point in the last six weeks, six days, or even six hours before the draft, did I believe the Denver Nuggets had any legitimate chance at landing Michael Porter Jr.? No chance. Well, guess what? It happened. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Friday morning, the day after the NBA draft, the day of the NHL draft. We've got you all covered today. We'll talk to Chris Dempsey, talk about what the Nuggets did last night. We'll preview the NHL draft with Greg Wyshynski of ESPN a little bit later. Bill Hanslick will join us in the final hour. His thoughts on what went down last night. But uh, this has to have Nuggets fans talking. You have to be talking. Yay or nay, what do you think about what they did last night? Welcome, James Manchester, Marillat. I know what you're going to say, and we have not even spoken yet. I know exactly what you think of that draft last night, because you're a little bit like me when it comes to stuff like this. You always, if you're the Denver Nuggets, and, and you know the history of this franchise, you always take a risk when a risk presents itself. Agreed? 
yeah, no doubt. I mean, the fatalistic nugget fan in me, though, sits there and says, all right, a guy tumbles down the draft due to injury problems. Uh, what are the odds this works out well? Now, I'm excited about the pick. I mean, arguably a guy who could have gone one or two, uh, if not for the, uh, for the health issues and he falls to 14, certainly worth the gamble. Um, certainly someone who you, you get at that spot that you didn't think you could get that kind of talent, but I'm just going to sit here and be cautiously optimistic and keep my fingers crossed that the, uh, the back situation uh, it won't be a problem and won't continue to flare up. But yes, the fatalistic Nuggets fan in me, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, Vic. I'm a little nervous. I will go into full details on why it was a no-brainer pick coming up in our uh, piping hot take. So I'm not going to take too much away from that. But I can tell you this: everybody who considers this a major risk, a rolling of the dice. Here's how I look at this: it's a risk if you take Michael Porter Jr. at two, three, four, five, yeah. or six. Okay, that's a risk. Because there are players at 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 that can come in and make an impression right away. At 14, I beg you, I ask you, what other player available? Is it Zaire Smith? What other player on the board left at 14 was going to come in and make an immediate impression? When you get to 14, you can gamble. When you're the Denver Nuggets and you may have some issues attracting free agents, you have to gamble. I'm not worried at all. Let's say the worst-case scenario occurs and he never materializes as a player. And? So? Okay. You know, you still have the same core units. I mean, would you have preferred they trade the pick away to get rid of uh, Fareed's contract? They'd have been in that same position, essentially, without that player. I will take this gamble every single time. So will I. That's my initial thought, and that's how I stay. So will I. I'm with you. And anybody you take at 14 is going to be a gamble. Most of the time, whoever you take at 14, though, the gamble is, can they play at this level, right? I don't think that's the question here at all with Michael Porter Jr. He's got the talent to play at this level without a doubt. So I would much rather take this gamble than the normal gamble you take once you get outside the first four or five picks in the NBA draft. So, yeah, it's an absolute no-brainer without a doubt. Uh I just, you know, I'm a fatalist. and I get it. I, I'm, I'm looking you're, at you're, it going, you're a Nuggets fan. all right. Listen. It's a built-in to every Nuggets fan, long-time, lifelong Nuggets fan. I'm not going to blame you for being somewhat pessimistic here and cynical because that's who we are as Nuggets fans. That's how we live. It's been a lifelong issue with us. I get it. I totally understand. But here's I also wh- want you to know help is on the way. Here's why you should be excited, though. And we talked about it in, you know, whether they were going to trade down, whether they were going to trade up or stay at 14. And when we looked at every mock draft that was out there and when we talked about it, we did not think they would get a guy at 14 that could come in and start right away. If he's healthy, Michael Porter Jr. can start opening night at the three. From We never thought that was going to happen. No okay. way last night. So I was at Pepsi Center last night for the whole proceeding, and we were stationed right across the hallway from the Nuggets war room. And door was closed. Clearly, we were not in the war room, but I was right outside. I saw Connolly emerge several times on his phone talking to different people around the league. I could tell you, right at around pick 11 or 12, there was an outpour of emotion from that room, sort of like a big, whoa, you could hear it. It was audible. And that's when you knew something big was happening. Uh, maybe it was that one pick by the Clippers where they knew that this guy would fall to them. So I, I could tell you they're excited. They're excited, but they're just like you, a little cautious because they're not sure 
that he'll be able to play right away given his health status. Now, he's going to come in today. He's going to get checked out by the Nuggets doctors up and down. And let's say worst case scenario for his rookie season. Let's say he doesn't play. Let's say he goes the route of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. What's so bad about that anymore? I think the NBA might be going down that road because these guys are so young and they come in perhaps damaged goods. They need a year to ferment. They need that red shirt year in the NBA. If the Nuggets, if I told you the Denver Nuggets would have Michael Porter Jr. for the better part of 10 years, but he would miss his first year to repair his back, would you take that? Yes, absolutely. But... And, and I, I'm totally fine with that situation. However, if that if that's the case and he doesn't play this first year, gosh, the worry is just, that level is just going to get ratcheted up and up and up and up. That would uh, that would concern me greatly. Now, if it turns out you know down the road that it goes the way you just outlined it, okay, fine, sign me up, I'm in. But uh, yeah, that would be uh, that would be worrisome. Well, they were worried in Philly for Embiid. They were worried in Philly for Simmons. You know, listen, every rookie. They were worried in Portland for Greg Oden. Exactly. It could go one way or the other. But those, again, the guys we just mentioned, Embiid, Simmons, Oden, (laughs) number one picks, brother. True. You're right. Number one picks. The roll of the dice is a lot different at 14. This isn't even a gamble in my mind. Because if it doesn't work out, so... I mean, I just want you to look at it the other way. I mean, let's say they had not gambled. Let's say the Denver Nuggets had decided we're going to play this cautiously, conservatively, and we're going to go with Zaire Smith. Just imagine the narrative today in Nuggets land. Just imagine what we'd be saying. I'd be somewhat disappointed, not because I don't think Zaire Smith's a good player, but you always, you always take the gamble and risk in the mid, in the middle of the first. I would. Well, and if, 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 They'd have got to their pick and Michael Porter Jr. is on the, still on the board and they trade the pick and trade for Reed. I would have been ticked. I would have been ticked. You had to take the gamble. I'm a hundred percent on board with the pick. I think it was a, a smart move. I think it's a gamble you have to take. I'm just sitting here, like I said, as a Nuggets fan going, all right, let, let's hope this is the time when the, when the luck goes their way because there is an element of luck that's going to have to pan out for the Nuggets on this move. Uh, Danny writes in, it's a huge risk when you use a lottery pick. Bad back at a young age should be a huge concern. Don't like it. Predict he will never see the NBA court. Okay. Danny, you have a right to feel that way, but 14 as a, when I say pick number 14, do you think lottery? No. What do you think at 14? It's the, the last pick in the, the lottery. NBA draft. Let me give you an example why the pick, pick number 14 is worth the risk. I'll give you a quick example. You ever heard of Earl Clark? Do you know who Earl Clark is by chance? James? No. No. Okay, how, you know, you've heard perhaps Cameron Payne, Anthony Randolph, Al Thornton, Denzel Valentine, all recent number 14 overall picks. That's what you get at 14, okay? So don't give me this gave up a lottery pick. 14 is 14 for a reason. You take a gamble when it presents itself, and by God, if they had not taken a swing, at Michael Porter Jr. today. If they had not taken this opportunity, I'd be upset as a Nuggets fan. Well, when you're the Nuggets, you have to find stars in unusual ways. So maybe that's a second round pick out of, you know, Europe, or maybe it's a guy with a bad back who slips. You have to do something, um, outside the norm and you have to take some risks in order to find stars. 
I got no problem with this because I there's a chance it could pan out. There's a chance it could pan out huge, and I'm all in on that. Michael Porter Jr. and the uh, other two guys they selected in the second round, uh, Jarrell Vanderbilt and uh, Thomas Welsh, will be introduced to the public, to the media at 12.30 today. Of course, Altitude 950 will carry that live for you so you can hear from the players themselves. Time for big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Players that can do do everything on the basketball floor. Um, you know, I feel like when I'm on the floor, you always have a chance to win. Um, I think I can get my shot off on anybody whenever I want. So, I mean, you know, I, I mean, if the shot clock's running down, I'll at least get a decent shot up that has a chance to go in. Um, and, you know, I'm a winner. I love playing with unselfish players, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. That was me asking uh, Michael Porter Jr. last night, uh, compare your game, describe your game to Nuggets fans who may not have seen you play. And my favorite facet of his game is that he can, as you just heard him, he can get his shot off. I mean, he's the kind of guy like Durant. I'm not saying he is Durant. Don't don't start going there. But he can get the shot off because he's six foot eleven. <laughs> he can get the shot off over anybody, anytime. Now it's got to go in, but he can get the shot off. And to me, I like that. I like it a lot. Meanwhile, in the second round, we mentioned the Nuggets go with an athletic forward in Jared Vanderbilt, uh, a freshman out of Kentucky. And then a seven-footer in Thomas Welsh out of UCLA. Yeah, we took the best guy. We thought you know, we like a lot of guys. Um, you know, it was again we were surprised. We thought there was an off chance it could develop as it did, um, and it did. But we had Porter very high on our board. We had Porter prior to the injuries about as high as you can get. So um, you know, we, we tried to stick to our board, and then we thought relative taking a guy at 14, you don't get many chances to take a guy. Who was, you know, projected preseason to be a top three pick. Tim Connolly was excited, and rightfully so. Uh, he will be there again today when those picks are introduced to the media at 1230. Uh, let's go Rockies! Here's the 0-2. He has got it! Ball game over. He dialed up 97. And the Rockies, for the first time in nearly a month, have won three straight. Three straight at home, by the way, where they couldn't win at all. They beat the Mets 6-4 yesterday. They climb up the division standings now back to only one game under 500. They're 37 and 38. Here come the Marlins for another series, a chance to beat up on another uh, last place team or near last place team. Rockies suddenly trending up. A huge moment in Croatian soccer history. Croatia, for the second time, is an independent nation since Yugoslavia dissolves, clinching a spot in the knockout round, doing so in thumping fashion over Argentina. Croatia 3, Argentina nil. Yeah, that was a thumping. Boy, 3-zip Croatia over Argentina. Argentina needs a ton of help to remain in this tournament. But at this point, we've got upsets galore, upset specials. Again, I said it last week, the gates of parity have opened. Uh, those who really follow World Cup soccer know that Croatia is much better than expected, and they showed the part. Meanwhile, later today, uh, we'll talk Avs as their schedule was released. It's draft night in Avalanche country as well. We'll get into that with Greg Wyshynski in the 9 o'clock hour. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Our piping hot takes coming up. 
Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub? Besides craft beer, enjoy signature cocktails and regional wines, and Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub features a seasonal menu. Try pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how to up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Just blocks from Coors Field at Union Station and in Cherry Creek. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name. Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Fan's Workshop, call 1-800-900-6114. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-900-6114. That's 1-800-900-6114. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CD drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at bplplasma.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A bad accident involving a semi has shut down both directions of Highway 86 west of Elizabeth. So just be ready for that if you travel out in Elbert County. Traffic is brought to you by Boost Mobile. You're closer to town in Lakewood. The ramp from eastbound 6th Avenue to Indiana is shut down due to an accident on southbound Indiana. Switch to Boost and get three lines each with unlimited gigs for $100 a month plus 20 gigs of mobile hotspot on each line and up to three free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I feel very, you know, very close, you know, right around the corner. Uh, every team at Pro Day and after Pro Day, you know, every every team at the very, very top of the draft is telling me, you know, I'm, the, I'm their guy. And then, you know, I had an episode last week, hip hurt, you know, and then I think that kind of scared some teams. Um, but, you know, I was feeling really, really good, had a great Pro Day. I'm jumping really good again, and everything was coming back together. And I feel good, you know, I just had a sore, a sore few days. Um, but, I, but I'm on the right track, and I'm getting better every single day. That's the newest Denver Nugget, Michael Porter Jr., going over his uh, issues, back, hip, whatever it may be. Uh, he will be in town today at 1230. Wanted to get him on the show this morning, but he's currently traveling. He left New York at uh, 7 a.m., the start of our show. So he, he'll be in the air during the course of this program at Pepsi Center later this morning for the press conference at 1230. Uh, it is, after all, bring your dog to work day. In the, oh, every office across America. That's right. I forgot about that. You know, we yeah. learned that during the more you know, the month of June. Yes, which um, is why I, I'm I'm not there, as you know. I I'm doing the show remotely today. I'm at a dog kennel here in Commerce City. <laughs> so um, I I didn't bring my dog to work. I I brought myself to the dogs. Will there so, re- will there be any dogs actually? At work today. Well, you tell me. I mean, people start coming in. What? It's a Friday, so they usually start coming in around one. <laughs> they come in about ten. They start leaving about eleven. Yeah. So um, you, you tell me. I, I, I'm not there because um, I was at the draft last night, and I really I, I get those allergies going if I do see animals show up like that. I I don't want to put myself in that situation, but I do have alongside me here since I, I don't have the opportunity to bring my dog to work. I have a cobra. Um, I have a parakeet, a baby wolverine, and that dead squirrel I ran over yesterday. Uh, so I, I've got everything you need. Is there a bring your cat to work day? Well, in honor of, uh, of Bill, yeah, uh, there should be. I mean, let's say Bill hadn't have had the unfortunate demise last Saturday. Could I have brought Bill today? Or would that have been frowned upon? Listen, in, in all honesty, and I know we're joking around about this, how silly is this whole notion that you bring your dog to work in a place of employ where clearly an animal, any animal, would cause havoc. I mean, are you kidding me with this? Give me a job. Give me a description of a job where it's okay to bring your dog to work. Uh If you're a cop and he's a canine He's officer, already at work. He's yeah. already there. He's yeah. a partner. He's part of your, yeah, exactly. He's part of your crew. I'm I'm with you. So it's if you just, work at a restaurant and you decide to bring a bunch of poodles in, that's cool. If into you, the kitchen. If you went to the doctor today and he came into the room to, you know, check whatever your problem is and he had his Doberman? Yeah, exactly. His German shepherd with him, you'd be like, Oh, this is cool. I just don't get it. It's silly. Why can't we just have a place of work and a place of relaxation? Why? Why, why, why do we have to merge them? If I'm going through the drive-through at Starbucks and all of a sudden a Rottweiler emerges from the window, is that is that cool? Are we? Hey, man, bring your dog to work. We're all good here. I guarantee you, Vic. If you said anything about it, you would be the bad guy. Oh, I'd be the evildoer. Yeah, yeah, that would be frowned upon. Right so now, there are people mad at us. I guarantee, because I know our workplace there. I guarantee you will see no less than five dogs at five? the office today. Five. I was going to over unders on five. I was going to set the over under at one and a half. So we'll do four and a half, and you're taking the over. I'll take the under. And, and again, I'm I'm trying to say, how constructive can you be? Like if I'm your supervisor and I see you walking around the office 
with uh, a pack of poodles. How are you going to get your work done? You're not. How is it possible? You might as well have just stayed home. You're basically just getting a day off without having to take a day off. I mean, you did have to get up and like get dressed and drive into work and do all that kind of stuff, but you might as well have just stayed home. That's the amount of productivity you're giving the uh, giving the company. As one of our callers once said, I don't have a dog in the horse. <laughs> Uh, I, I, if it's five, I will be that's shocked. the over under. I will be yeah. appalled. Count them up for me, would you? I will. I will. Sure I'll, I'll, I'll have it ready to go on Monday morning. I'll have the count for you. Let's roll our piping hot takes, please. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present piping hot takes. <laughs> it's this hot take. By the way, why does the NBA insist on forcing these guys to wear the hats of the team that are listed in the draft order when everyone knows a trade has taken place and these guys aren't playing for said team? They're going to end up playing for another team, and yet when we hearken back and we look at draft night, they're wearing the wrong hat. Can we please just get with it? If a guy's not going to play for the Hawks, don't make him wear a Hawks hat. Make him wear a just an NBA hat or no hat. I've never understood that. The NBA yeah. always waits till after the draft to formalize these trades. Whatever. It confuses me. It confuses people. Okay, so I look back last night. What happened? How did this break down? How did the Denver Nuggets end up with a guy who potentially could be one of the best players in the draft in Michael Porter Jr.? Well, three point guards go in the top 11. So if there's a point in the draft where you say, okay, things are turning. It certainly didn't come one through five. It was DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson, Trey Young. Okay, that that's not too big of a surprise, although a lot of people thought Young would fall later in the first, but that's fine. Then you got Mohamed Bamba going to Orlando, Wendell Carter to Chicago, Colin Sexton, point guard to Cleveland. Mild surprise there, not a big one, just mild. I think when it started to turn was at nine for me. Where the New York Knickerbockers, well, they do what the Knicks do. They took Kevin Knox, the 6'9 Ford out of Kentucky with the number nine overall pick. And that's fine. Uh, a lot of people think he has great room for potential, but if you had asked me who's the better player, who, who has more skills? Kevin Knox or Michael Porter Jr.? It's not even close. The, uh, the Knicks took the conservative route there. And I don't bemoan or begrudge them for that. That's what they did. So I thought that I thought the draft turned on that pick. That's when you started thinking, whoa, the Nuggets have a chance here. The Denver Nuggets have a legitimate shot at Michael Porter Jr. here. Because at number 10, Mikhail Bridges. Then at 11, Shai Gilgis Alexander. Again, another guy who eh, I wouldn't have been surprised if he had gone late teens. Miles Bridges, a name that was connected to the Nuggets before this draft. He goes... At 12, and then another surprise, Jerome Robinson, point guard out of Boston College, at 13. I peaked the interest at 9, but once they got to 12 and 13, by God, they had to take Michael Porter Jr. They did not even consider him available. The Nuggets had no plans to go Michael Porter Jr. until they got word early in the day yesterday that he was going to fall. And fall he did. Listen, what's the problem? What are people scared of? Well, he had surgery, and you hate to hear the words back and surgery in the same sentence. He had back surgery to repair two discs in his lower back. An injury that occurred in high school. 
an injury that basically cost him his entire freshman season, albeit three games, at the University of Missouri. So, all that fluid stuff you watch on tape, if you if you dial up Michael Porter Jr. and watch him play, that was all gone temporarily when he was at Missouri. When I watched him play at the end of the season, he tried to come back. He looked slow. He looked tentative. He looked rusty. He looked like a guy that was coming off a back injury, which is what he was. But I've done enough homework here. I've talked to enough people. I had a conversation with a guy who coached Michael Porter Jr. at USA Basketball. He was among all of the greats. He played with Marvin Bagley and all these guys that went in the top ten. This coach told me he was the smartest player on the court. He was a step ahead of everybody else. When healthy, it's a steal. He called it a full-fledged steal if this kid can get healthy for the Denver Nuggets. That made me feel good. Isaiah Thomas has come out publicly and said he's the best player in the draft. That's Isaiah Thomas. Jamal Crawford, may have heard of him, plays in the NBA, said he will be the best pick in the draft. There are a lot of people come out to say that you don't get those kind of accolades from your peers and people in the game unless you show me something. He showed the entire league something. If he doesn't play this year and he redshirts the entire season, I'm fine with that. It's okay. Be extra cautious. But when there's talent on the board, by God, you go get that talent. And the Nuggets did exactly that. Next hot take. It's Manchester's Hot Take. Vic, I have four names for you. Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady, and the Greek Freak. Reading through all the stories today in the in the Denver Post, which did arrive, which was nice. Those are the players that Michael Porter Jr. was compared to by himself, by Chauncey Billups, by other people, by basketball experts. If he turns out to be anywhere near any of those four, it is a franchise-changing move. And it just reminds me of how little things can have this ripple effect that uh, it, it's the butterfly effect, right? It all comes down to or back to a hip spasm. He was going to go in the top ten even with the back surgery, even with the fact that he played parts of three games at Mizzou. He was going to go in the top ten. But then he had a hip spasm, had to miss a workout, and people got scared off. So the Denver Nuggets franchise may have been altered forever because of a random hip spasm that caused the guy to miss one workout. All the fatalists out there, uh, look, I'm with you. But at some point, something has to break your way. And we could look at this and go, man, a guy woke up and just wasn't quite feeling right. And that changed the franchise forever. If you're not excited about this today and you're not excited to see how this turns out and you're not anxious to, to see if this does change the franchise... You're just being a wet blanket to be a wet blanket. It was an absolute no-brainer because if it doesn't work out, so what? They probably weren't getting a guy at 14 that was going to change the franchise anyway. Exactly. It was so worth the gamble. It is an absolute no-brainer. It's almost not a gamble. It's not. You're right. To to call it a gamble is offensive to the word gamble. You're you're 100% right. I mean, there's risk with it because of the injury. I get it. But if it works out... The upside is tremendous. If it doesn't work out, eh, what's the downside? Money? Okay, you were going to pay somebody anyway. There is absolutely no downside. Nuggets fans, I understand it. I'm right there with you. I'm a fatalist too. But there is reason to be excited today. Don't be a wet blanket. This could have been the night that finally changed the Nuggets franchise. Again, uh, best case scenario, he plays right away. 
He comes into town today. The doctors take a look at him and said, oh, you're fine. You'll be ready by summer league. Hell, he'll be playing in three weeks. That's best case scenario. And then he proves to be a vital member of the starting rotation. Worst case scenario, right out of the blocks, he's hurt, and they decide they're not going to push it. Uh, just take a year off. Year off, gain some weight. You know, he can use a few LBs. That's fine, too. They don't need him to rescue anything. What What is he going to rescue exactly? Are the Denver Nuggets going to win the NBA title next year? No. Okay. Are the Denver Nuggets a playoff team with or without him? Yes. Yes. With yeah. or without him, they are. Yeah, they're going to be a playoff team next year. If he's with healthy, though, and we can get into it after the break, if he's healthy and you start looking at that starting lineup on paper. Yeah, you, you can get creative. Um, I Yeah, they're not an NBA title contender. They're not. But instead of a team that you're looking at going, yeah, they should push for 50 wins. They should be a five or a six seed. I think you start looking at it and saying, all right, that's, they're the favorite in the division. They're a team that's going to be a three or a four seed. That, that's when you start getting pretty excited. The only thing I'm worried about on bring your dog to work day, he underwent a micro dissectomy in his L3 and L4 to treat herniated discs. I'm just worried. Was that surgery, did that occur on a day? Uh, was it bring your dog to work day? Did the doctor have the dog in the operating room? Because that could have impacted the surgery. <laughs> over under is four and a half and you've got the over. I'm stunned. You're laughing at me. There's people on the text line saying, uh, you guys are being stupid. You're offering a bunch of stupid analogies. We're not all doctors. We all don't work in restaurants. Who cares if you bring your dog to work? I don't care either. I, I'm just saying that's where you won't I find care. Your dog. I care. If I'm trying to get my work done and I got a dog in the cube outside barking, that ain't helping. You gonna make a sales call with a dog barking? What if you're a roofer? <laughs> I don't, I just don't understand it. Like, you can't go a day without bringing your dog to work? Where's the line though, right? Where's the line? I mean, is this like a federal holiday? If, if your boss says, no, what are you doing? I go, no, it's bring your dog to work day, dude. Oh, like, it's, it's in, it's on the calendar. That boss would get ripped so badly. That's what oh, I'm my saying. Gosh. You're Social no win. Social media would kill him. Yeah, you're no win. You might as well just shut the office down today if you're a boss. You'd be guilted into it. What about church if you're a pastor? Send everybody home. You know? What, again, just give me places that it would not work. That's all I'll ask. Uh, we'll get to a lot of that today. Uh, also, Chris Dempsey, 8 a.m. He was there all night covering the uh, Nuggets draft. Greg Wyshynski on the NHL draft tonight. The uh, Avs have eight picks, possibly nine, although I don't think Ottawa's going to give up number four. Bill Hansick's going to come in studio, talk a little Nuggets with us in the 9 o'clock hour. And, and we're going to go to Columbia, Missouri, and get more detail on Porter Jr., his back his attitude, his personality. We're going to talk to Dave Matter, who covered uh, the Mizzou Tigers in uh, Columbia. Get some thoughts on what this kid is all about. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Happy Friday. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. 
It's going to be a spectacular summer. Hot days, warm nights, movies, cookouts, outdoor concerts, movies. Yes, Tom. Oh, yeah. This summer, we're going to have a new Pixar movie, a new Star Wars movie, a couple of new Marvel movies. That's every summer. Yeah, okay. Well, don't forget, it's the summer spectacular sale at MedVed Chevrolet. MedVed has incredible savings on new Chevy cars and trucks. Just go online to MedVedChevrolet.com and click on the big yellow specials button for details on the latest offers. Oh, like free movie popcorn? Like the best savings of the year on Silverado and Colorado trucks, Suburban and Tahoe, plus Equinox and Trax. Do you think one of those trucks is a transformer? No, Tom. But I'm Optimus Prime. You scare me. Medved Chevrolet. On the I-25 corridor to part the 181 Rav Castle Rock. And on I-70 in Wheat Ridge. Exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing Terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare. And I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've had, haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. Does insurance cover this? Some of it, it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. If you want to get fixed up, Downtown's Healthcare is the place to go. Downtownshealthcare.com. That's downtowns with an S. Downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. Summer is here and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. If you're traveling down to the southeast, just be aware of bad accident involving a semi shut down both directions of Highway 86 west of Elizabeth. Traffic is brought to you by Indeed.com. An accident has shut down all lanes of southbound Indiana at 6th Avenue. Traffic on southbound Indiana being forced down the eastbound 6th and the ramps from east and westbound 6th to Indiana closed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, and zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. 
Report. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Things you may not know about the Nuggets' newest first-round draft pick, Michael Porter Jr. We all know about one year, one and done, at the University of Missouri. We all know his height, weight, six foot eleven, about 218. Did you know he has seven siblings? He's really? one of eight in his family. Isn't his uh, father a coach? Wasn't that part of the story, too, that his dad got an assistant job at Mizzou, and that's why he went there? That I don't know. I thought that's what H.W. was telling me. H- because H.W. has been on the Michael Porter Jr. train for a year now, you know, because of the Mizzou transfer, right? Sure. He was going to go to Washington originally. Was that the story? Uh, and then he wound up transferring. We'll get it. We'll get the full rundown when uh, when our guy joins us, H.W., later in the show. But I think that was the story. Um, If I had told you that the Nuggets would have taken some other name, okay, let, let's say, and I'm not – I'm not trying to discount anybody here, okay? Let's say they had stuck to their board and gone after Zaire Smith, who was big on their board. And I and I think they would have gone that route. He was taking two selections later. Let's say they take Zaire Smith, the guard, combo guard out of Texas Tech. Are you as energized today? I mean, what what, what is he going to do to, to impact the team? Not to say that he can't play. Heck, it could be the next Dwayne Wade. But are you as energized today as a fan? No. Not even close. I, I, I think you're sitting there looking at that pick or anybody like that, and you're going, well, maybe okay. they found the diamond in the rough. Maybe. Maybe everyone else missed. Maybe this guy's going to blossom. Maybe he's a late bloomer. Whatever. All the things that you have to try and convince yourself of that, you know, they're going to get lucky and find that guy that slipped through the cracks. None of those things you have to apply to Michael Porter Jr. You don't have to look at him and say, does he have the talent and the and the skills and the and the makeup to play in the league? He does. Of course he does. It's a health issue, which I get it, that's scary, but to me that's a that's a much better gamble than oh well we gotta hope he develops into a player and we can coach him up. That that doesn't get me excited at all. I, I just I don't want to hear this narrative anymore that this is some huge gamble. Uh, again. A gamble is when you take that risk at four, five, or six. A gamble is when you pass on a Luka Doncic for Michael Porter. That's a gamble. Well, at it, 14, it's a given. At 14, it's a no freaking brainer at 14. You're right. It, it's not the word we should use. And I started the show saying it, and I probably said it a half a dozen times because that's the word that everybody's been attaching to it because there's a risk. But to be a gamble... There, there has to be an equivalent downside as the upside, right? Like if I go in and I place a wager on Cro- uh, Croatia and Brazil or whoever the heck's playing here, Costa Rica, I can't tell because of the font. Uh, if I place a bet on it, I could win it or I could lose. Same amount. That's a gamble. There's not a gamble here because the downside is so small. There really isn't a downside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have taken somebody else at 14. Is it that somebody else going to be someone who's going to be a star? Most likely not. No downside. Uh, let's go to the text line here. Some of the draft uh, talk coming in. Uh, most Nuggets fans are pretty uh, fired up about this. Uh, I was at that mock draft on uh, Tuesday night at Pepsi Center. No one, no one there, even the most passionate Nuggets fans, no one had an indication that they could land this kid. So I guarantee they're excited. Uh, 5319 writes in, hey, Vic, maybe you could take Porter Jr. to downtown's healthcare. Make sure you guys think his back is good. You know, I don't think I didn't think about that. Don't think that didn't cross my mind. 
I'll take care of it. Downtown with an S. Downtown. Yes, with an S. Chad and Aurora writes in, I'm excited about MPJ. He brings hope and Nuggets fans could use some hope. Let's go Nuggets. Let me uh, read for you the subhead of a story that was in Slam Magazine uh, last October. So right before the basketball season started. Missouri freshman Michael Porter Jr. is the potential number one pick in next year's NBA draft. But before he takes off in the league, he'll be joining his brother, two sisters, father, and aunt at Mizzou with hopes of turning the Tigers program around. So his dad is a coach at Mizzou. But the potential number one pick in next year's NBA draft. Less than a year ago, that was the headline. That's what people were saying. So hold on a second. Hold on a second. His dad became a coach, and then he went. Th- I that storyline is a that's murky to me. Yeah, that's the. You know what I'm saying? He had originally committed to, I think it was Washington, and then his dad became his assistant yeah. coach at Mizzou, and that's all of a the sudden old, there was a transfer. Uh, that's the old Danny Manning and his uh-huh. dad. Uh, you remember, remember Danny Manning at Kansas, and yep. and pops was was invited as a. Uh, it's happened before, so we shouldn't be surprised. No, uh, wh- whatever. You know, and the other thing I want to talk about is this, because the only evidence, the only tape I've seen of this kid outside of the high school stuff, and I always dismiss the high school stuff, and it's great to see, but it's hard to evaluate, is what we saw of him the last three games of the season at Mizzou, right? And what I saw was a guy who looked extremely rusty, who looked a little slow to the ball, a guy who's coming off a freaking season-long back injury. That's what you saw. But does he deserve credit? for coming back and playing at the end of the season when his team needed him most? Does he deserve a little maybe competitive credit that hey, he showed that he was there, he didn't write off the season, he could have easily just shut it down and waited for the NBA draft? He didn't do that. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. I think that's a, an interesting way to look at it. Um, there really was not a lot of upside for him to come back, that's right? That's what I'm he's, saying. He's what, look, the point? look rusty, look bad. Um, you know, if he plays great, everybody thought he was great anyway, so there was not a lot of upside. There was downside. So yeah, I mean that was that to me shows a little something. Uh a little more to this story as I dig. He originally committed to Washington uh because his dad was hired as an assistant coach at Washington. Then Lorenzo Romar, uh the head coach, was fired, his staff was let go, his dad went to Mizzou, so he switched to Mizzou. Well, he's a family man. That's right. That's that right. much we know. So he was going to go wherever his dad was an assistant coach. It was originally Washington, and then it was Mizzou. Uh, more text coming in on National Bring Your Dog to Work Day. I've got the over-under on five dogs uh, at our workplace. We'll see. Um, if you're listening to me, go ahead, bring your dogs. I want to win this bet. Uh, this texter, 7580, writes in, I'd rather have a dog in my work instead of a child. I'm not a big fan, and I bring them in here because they contribute to the show. I, I'm not your a huge fan. Your children are different. They're actually part of the program. <laughs> so right. Are you going to bring your infant to work? No. No. I don't bring them to work unless they can come in here and, you know, behave themselves and contribute. But here's – and this isn't a power five. It could have been. But 30933, send me a suggestion of where it actually is appropriate to bring your dog to work. I can't think of one. Where? Uh, here's one from 7364. You guys joke, but when I was overseeing roof crews at a home renovation company, I had one roofer show up to look over the house with me, and he brought his dog. Uh, this is from 4746. PSA to all anti-dog people, not all dogs bark constantly. I'm not anti-dog. I'm anti-dog people. There's a difference. Uh, this one, uh, give me your name at the end of the text, please, especially if you're going to bash us. Give us your name. Uh, trashing, bring your dog to work day. How about a leave your inner get off my lawn guy at home day? Come on, Vic. Give us poor slobs one day a year where you just talk sports and we don't have to endure your right wing rants. 
Uh, the hell does this matter about wing? What wing wait a minute. man? What are you talking about? Wait a minute. Uh, not liking bring your dog to work day makes you a right winger? Apparently so. Huh. I didn't, I don't remember seeing that as part of the Republican platform, well, but, uh. We'll get a, uh, true barometer of the political <laughs> nature of our office today. Uh, I've got the over under at five. There will be five dogs in the hallways at KSC and, uh, make sure you bring that, uh, Clorox cleanup stuff too. Mm-hmm. Clean it up. If you're gonna bring, you better bring your little bags. So if you're allergic to peanuts, we all have to eat in a separate room, but if you're allergic to a dog, tough luck, just don't come to work today. Uh, that's the that's, story? That's how it works. Bro. Okay. All right. When we come back, again, uh, Chris Dempsey at 8 o'clock, I want to discuss uh, the, the Rockies a little bit. Do you have that twinkle in your eye? Uh, are, 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 do they got you? Did they get you back? Three-game win streak. Do they have you back? Close. Saw a little something yesterday at uh, 20th and Blake that should make you happy. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this. Christian Kirksey, who is that? Player for the Cleveland Browns, who was feeling good when he took to Twitter to tweet. Woke up this morning, letting y'all know Browns will be in the playoffs this year. Let me just decipher this for you, because this is now Nate after uh-huh. some guys got their last drug tests right before <laughs> mini camps. So this is what this reads: Letting y'all know the Browns will be in the playoffs this year. I'm still high. Nate Kreckman, Ryan Harris, Kreckman and Harris, three to six on Altitude 950. Hey, Scott Ace is here, and did you know? June is Men's Health Month, and gentlemen, do you know your numbers? You may know your blood pressure and cholesterol, but do you know your testosterone and prostate numbers? I know mine. I went to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy. You'll know your results in about 20 minutes. And this month, Low T Center is offering a special testosterone and prostate level test for only $50. So call them today, 303-451-5698, or get online at thelowtcenter.com. Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your patio game at Thirsty Lion Gastropub? Besides summer seasonal brews, enjoy cool signature cocktails and regional wines. And their summer menu features pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how you up your summer patio game at Thirsty Lion Gastropub in Cherry Creek and at Union Station. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name, Thirsty Lion Gastropub. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. 
This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Hey, it's Mark Lozier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only $178 a month for 36 months with $19.99 due at signing. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last eight event, JP 514471, stock number D and 1560. MSRP $27,005, 12,000 reliable miles per year, 1999 new at signing, OAC includes 599 dealer handling fee, plus tax 511 license, offer N7818. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Out to the east, an overturned cement mixer has shut down both directions of Highway 86 west of Elizabeth. This traffic report brought to you by Indeed.com. The ramp from eastbound 6th Avenue to Indiana shut down due to an accident on southbound Indiana. That is closed at 6th Avenue. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Michael, how much do you know about this team, the Nuggets? I know, uh, you know, I, got, I know they got a good, uh, good point guard, young point guard is Jamal Murray. Uh, you know, Gary Harris at the two can score the ball. Uh, Joe Keats, <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce the name, man. Great passer. Uh, and then, you know, Paul Millsap. You know, I know it's a really a good, good, you know, young team who um, is very unselfish. And that's what I like about it is they're unselfish, and that's how I like to play um, with some guys that love basketball. And that's when I watch them, that's the feel I get. So I'm excited. Oh, you will learn how to pronounce his name, or you're not going to get the ball. Trust me, you will learn sooner than later. Uh, I would love to see that. Can you imagine that starting five right now if Porter Jr. is healthy? Uh, Jokic, Porter Jr., and Paul Millsap in the front court, and Murray and Harris in the back court. And again, if healthy, uh, it could happen next year. It could be a year away. That would be a dynamic starting five. <laughs> that would be fun to watch. It, 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 yeah, I mean, that gets you excited. And look, I think everybody knows it's Golden State and Houston in, in the West. We'll see what the Lakers do and the LeBron situation and Kawhi or whatever. But the windows for those two teams, you know, and maybe the Warriors have a bigger window than you think, than I think, but the, the window for Houston's the next couple of years. We've been talking for a long time about 2020, 2021, when this Nuggets core kind of develops. You add Michael Porter Jr. to that. Man, it gets you excited for what this team's going to be in two or three years. It really does. It's, it, it, if you're not excited about that, it's what I said earlier. You're just being a wet blanket to be a wet yeah. blanket. I mean, if you're not excited about that, you're, you're sort of like us, not excited about bringing your, your dog to work day. You're just finding reasons not to be excited. <laughs> no, we just think that's preposterous. Well, again, I mean, a wet blanket is a wet blanket. You can throw it over anything. We are, we are, and be honest, admit, I am self-admitted, I'm a wet blanket on this day. That's I don't, why I'm doing I'm, the show live from a kennel in Commerce. I'm not accepting that term. I'm not taking that label on this topic. Um, here we go. Here's a few texts coming in. 
Uh, we'll get to the Rockies talk momentarily. Uh, what what if you're taking your dog to work and you're a veterinarian? That's perfectly acceptable. Fine. I get that. That's no one. Problem. Okay, yes. good. I asked for some examples of where it would be appropriate if you were a what veterinarian. What if you worked at PetSmart? Okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. You would assume the people who come to PetSmart are fine being around dogs. So okay. Here's one that I thought of immediately. Uh, Justin writes in, I am a local truck driver. Bring your dog to work day would be awesome for me. Uh, see, I have a problem with guy who lets his dog ride in the front seat too. Or how about, lap? how about lady who has it on, has the dog on the lap? Yeah. I mean, come on. Really? Heck, I've seen sometimes, I've once, I once saw a lady with a small dog on her, uh, what's that? Right above the steering wheel, that console. Right there. On the dash? Yes, on the dash. Now, how is this legal? How is it legal that you can drive down the road? You're, you're driving a, I don't know, a, a, something that's a couple of tons. It's a, it's a, could be a dangerous object. And you're gonna have a dog in your lap? Everybody's See, cool with that. We're gonna be the bad guys. We're gonna be the bad guys. All oh, look at these curmudgeons. Look at these old idiots. I'm, I'm not trying <laughs> to be a bad guy. I'm just saying some things are not meant for work, and this is one of those things. I'm here to work. I want to work. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, if I want to work, why do I have to be distracted by the fact that you can't go four hours without your dog? Doesn't that infringe on my rights as a guy who wants to work? Well, your rights don't matter. Glendale Tom writes in, I work for my cousin who owns a kid's gym. We had a nanny bringing her puppy, and it ruined the damn class, and I love dogs. Exactly. The the puppy was a distraction. What if you work at a sheep ranch? (laughs) (laughs) 7375. Okay, that's good. There are some examples, and our listeners are doing a fine job of coming up with them. Uh, you guys, writes this person, put your name at the end of the text so I can uh, verify and confirm with a name, please. You sound like a bunch of rich kids, self-absorbed college boys complaining about everything. Man up, you make me sick. Wow. Okay, so rich kid college boys, that's the guys that don't want to bring their dogs to work? Yeah, yeah, that's apparently, we are rich kid, rich kids, college boys is what we are. I would venture to guess, and this is just a generalization on my part, uh, there are more quote-unquote rich kids who bring their dog to work day than uh, blue-collar grinders, right? Let me ask you this. I, I have two I dogs. Don't, I don't think the guy hanging sheetrock today is bringing his dog to work, dude. I, I have two dogs in my house, okay? And today I'm doing the show remotely, uh, again, from a kennel in Commerce City. I'm actually at home. I'm doing the show at home. Should I invite these two dogs into the room in which I'm broadcasting right now and just hang around because these suckers bark every time somebody moves. You want me to just, seriously, just to prove a point, you want me to bring them in? I mean, why Next not, segment? right? Because you're just a rich college yeah, kid. I, I, I'll bring uh, them in. You want to listen to this radio show for the next two and a half hours? Let's do this. Let's go. There's nothing but yapping. See, but we, we predicted it because we're not just all in favor of this. We just, we just don't embrace it. We don't say, well, hey, what about the people who don't want dogs at work? We're getting called all sorts of names. Uh, warm regards, Steve writes in. And again, this isn't me saying it. These are the texters. This dog to work deal is stupid. Dog people are a strange group. Well said, Steve. I love dogs. I don't like dog people. All right. Um, Rockies. I watched the game yesterday, and I watched them battle. Nolan Arenado provided all the offense, mind you. 6-4, the Rockies win. They beat the Mets again, and the Mets aren't exactly uh, going to win anything this year. But here come the Marlins, a last-place Marlins team uh, for another series. 
if they can finish off the Marlins, are, are you are you back in? I mean, they're they're right there. They're hovering around 500. Are you back? Do we have you back? They've got what looks to be the bullpen under control again. It's under control. Yeah, it, it hasn't just been the total gas can that it was for a 17 day period where the where the ERA of that group was almost 10. It was it was north of nine. So yeah, if they can get that back in control. But we I said it earlier in the week. For me to get back on board, there's a couple things that need to happen. One, they need to get above 500. All right, they're 37 and 38. They're getting close. But you're not a legitimate contender if you're below 500. doesn't matter how bad your division is. They need to get within two and a half, three games of first place. They're four and a half back now. So, okay, you, you have a good weekend against uh, the Marlins. You could be You could be right there. And then they need to be in second place, maybe third. You can't be in fourth place and have a bunch of teams you got to jump over. Well, they're now tied for third. So if you look in the newspaper alphabetically, they're listed in third. They're getting close. The week, if the weekend goes well, cause the bats, we talked about it a month ago. We saw that coming that the bats were heating up. They officially have. They're swinging it well. Um, starting pitching again yesterday, Kyle Freeland was very good. I think the stat I heard while I was at the ballpark was it was his 10th quality start of the year. That's yeah. in the top five in the national league. That's, that's six. That's impressive. I mean, one more do you want? Six innings, two runs. So if, if the, you could guarantee that out of every starting pitcher from the, I mean, are you kidding me? Six yeah. innings, two runs. Give you, me that every time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And in ten times, it's what June twenty second. He's already had ten of those this season. Yeah, uh, remarkable for a for a Rockies pitcher. So, um, yeah, there are reasons for optimism. Just a couple of days after I was being pretty pessimistic. So, sure, prove me wrong. I'd like nothing more than to be wrong. I'd love but, to come in here on Monday. They're two games above five hundred. They're Two and a half back in the division or whatever, that'd be fantastic. They're experimenting now in the bullpen, and rightfully so, because it's been a, just a hot mess, right? There, there's some experimentation going on. Uh, you, you see it, right? Jeff Hoffman was called up. He's in the pen. Um, Chris Russell, there's he's been off all year. Um, did you see that they they had uh, – uh, who was the other kid up? Um, El Monte. Todd, no, no, no. The, 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 the other starter was up, ready to come in and pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Anderson, Anderson was up. In the pen yesterday. When Jake McGee was having his issues. Yeah, in the I mean, so they're, they're doing some experimenting, and, and you just hit the name of the kid, uh, that Almonte kid who came in, and one reason to be hopeful, that dude was tossing cheese, dude. He, he had was. 96 a couple times. He was. But it, it, still, though, yesterday, and you're right, that, and I made that comment to the to the folks I was watching the game with, of two times in three days when the manager has to have his starting pitcher get his bullpen work actually in the bullpen during a game mm-hmm. is cause for concern. It is. It's cause for concern. I get it. I understand why he's doing it. It's actually, they, they, they ha- But they have to – if he does nothing, then we complain that he's doing nothing. I know. I know. That's the thing. I, if, if Tyler Anderson isn't up pitching, you're like, well, can you try and get somebody else up? We're, we're always – Finding something to complain about. No, 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 so no, no. I don't no. mind them doing it. No, no, I, I, I don't either. I don't mind him doing it. I'm not mad at Bud Black. I actually think it's very creative. It, look, he's gonna throw anyway in the bullpen. You might as well have him do it at a time where in, in an emergency, you can actually put him in the game. I think that's smart. I think it's creative. I think it's outside the box. It's all the stuff I like out of leaders and managers and coaches. It's fine. That part of it. But it, the fact that he has to do it at all. Is still cause for concern. It's still yes. reason to say, to not say all is fixed in the bullpen. No, it's not. Not when Tyler Anderson is up in the ninth inning last night. Yeah. It's it just not the case, but unbelievable yesterday, Vic, at the game, there were 
44,000 people there. That's remarkable. For an afternoon on a game. Thursday afternoon. And that's th- remarkable. And that's not a like, oh, that's the ticket sold. It was packed. Wow. It was like an opening day crowd. It took 30 minutes to get in the ballpark. It was insane. So yeah. kudos to Rockies fans because they came out yesterday for a uh, 1 o'clock game against the Mets. All right, we got Chris Dempsey on the other side. A couple texts to read before we go there. MP writes in, I love dogs, but they do not belong at work or in restaurants or airplanes or on the laps of a driver of cars. Uh, other texts coming in. Gene Littleton says, guys, totally support your dog take. We might as well have a go golfing during work day. <laughs> That's exactly. not a bad idea. Exactly. That's a, how about a, a a work at the golf course day? Uh, that would be that would be the equivalent. It would be I like about, it. It would be just as productive. I, I mean, listen, it's all about what you like, right? It's all about yeah. what your preferences yeah. are. That's my preference. Why don't you cater to my preferences? I want to have drink scotch at work day. That's what I want. I want to do work from the toilet day. <laughs> Up next, Chris Dempsey, Nuggets Insider, on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Chris Dempsey was at it all night last night via uh, Nuggets.com, Facebook Live, all that business. Seeing uh, Chris Marlowe feeding the info as the Nuggets make a splash in the draft. Dempsey uh, joins us right now on the Altitude 950 hotline. Chris Dempsey, good morning. Did you get your beauty sleep last night? <laughs> oh, come on, I don't need beauty. I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, I got enough sleep though. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready to roll and uh, ready to, to for this press conference today. What an exciting night for the Nuggets last night. Twelve thirty press conference, Pepsi Center. We'll talk to uh, Michael Porter Jr. We'll hear from Jared Vanderbilt and uh, the the Welsh kid, the guy they got in the second round. Since it is Bring Your Dog to Work Day, and you do have a canine in the family, will you be bringing your dog to the press conference? Oh, uh, I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> well, why not? Wait, 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 hold on. Uh, Damn, Stamps, it's, it's a, it's a federal, it's a federal day. Bring your dog to work, so bring your dog. I, I, okay, I'm just saying, she will run amok. So what? <laughs> and, it, and it will be, and? uh, then she's coming. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just there. saying, I mean, there, there's no boundary line here, it just says bring your dog to work, so <laughs> I expect you to have that dog at the press conference. Yeah, okay, well, let's just see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Uh, when, hey, when this was playing out last night, because I was standing right next to you, and we were all sort of like, oh, wow. At what point in the first uh, 11, 12 picks, at what point did you say, they may end up with this cat? Uh, I think right around the time when the picks got to the Clippers. Um, you know, they had the back-to-back picks, and, and, and guys like Shea Gilgis, uh, Gilgis Alexander had been off the board. Um, Kevin Knox had been off the board. So, so what was happening was... You know, there are some players that I think uh, probably were predicted to take, uh, be taken, selected after uh, Michael Porter Jr. to start coming off the board. And right around the Clippers, I-, I thought that this was a real opportunity because at that point in time, Miles Bridges was still on the board, and I figured that that would be one of their picks. Um, I, I, and then obviously they ended up shipping him off. Uh, but but at that small forward spot, you know, you weren't going to take, you're not going to see a team take two. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so at that point, I thought, holy moly, this is uh, – they couldn't have – the Nuggets couldn't have scripted this any better. They're going to have at least a – if they want the opportunity to take them, they're going to get it, and then, um, and then they did. Listen, I've known Chris Dempsey for a long time, folks. Uh, the only time he gets excited is when he bench presses 225, 27 times straight. That's that's what gets him excited. He was excited last night. I noticed the jubilation and the enthusiasm in your voice because no one saw this coming. Now, uh, please, come to terms for Nuggets fans. The injury, the back injury that this kid sustained and why we should feel positive that it's not going to be an issue moving forward. Well, you know, I think the first good sign is the fact that he actually returned and wanted to play. Not only did he want to play uh, late in his college season, but he did play late in his college season. Uh, and then he did so, so he played in, the, in an SEC tournament game. Uh, and then in the first round of the NCAA tournament, uh, which they lost both games. Uh, but I, I just think, you know, from the standpoint of, okay, uh, you have uh, a young man with a back uh, injury that put him out basically the entire season. He played two minutes in the first game of the season and then didn't play again uh, until late in the SEC tournament. So, uh, But the fact that he was able to make it back, he was able to look uh, okay on, on the basketball court, not like he was injured. I think those uh, were very good signs. Uh, he talked about a little bit about himself uh, yesterday on a, on a conference call. Uh, you know, uh, playing, uh, being able to participate in, in uh, you know, five on fives a little bit, uh, to be able to to look good in uh, in a in a workout in Chicago, uh, which Nuggets executives attended. I, I think ultimately he's going to be fine, but it doesn't mean that the Nuggets are not going to play it very cautious with mm-hmm. him, and as well they should. You know, he his future is so much farther beyond just next season. Uh, and I think they realize that. But, but I think the first good sign was he was able, he was able and willing uh, to play in the same season in which he got the injury. Um, and now it's just about, you know, continuing to, um, you know, manage it, continuing to get him rehabbed, and then get him stronger and in condition. And I think he'll be fine. You know, we talked about his talents last night openly, and we both discussed the fact that if he doesn't play this year, it's not the end of the world. In fact, a redshirt right. year is becoming commonplace in the NBA. Yeah. It's happening everywhere, so that's fine. But long term, the thing that I'm excited most about watching this kid's tape is that at 6'10", 6'11", he can get his shot off over anybody. He's got, and I'm not going to compare him to Kevin Durant. Don't get me all right. wrong here. But right. like Durant, he can get his shot off because of his size, and I love that aspect of his game. Yeah, for sure. And you're talking about a guy who has range off to the three point line, um, you know, a couple steps beyond that. And, and you're right. You know, you can't teach that kind of skill with that kind of height. And there's just not many players in the league that have that combination. Uh, and so to be able to, to, to get a player, um, of this caliber, remember, I mean, he's, he came into the, in, into college. Um, is one of the top two recruits in the nation. I mean, he was the MVP of the McDonald's All-American game. He was expected to be, uh, you know, a top two, three pick, uh, you know, when the college season began. This is a big time talent that the Nuggets were able to uh, acquire with the 14th pick. But yes, his ability to shoot the ball, shoot it, shoot it over people. So, you know, in, in the, in the, uh, NBA finals, we saw Golden State do this kind of a lot. You, if you put, Anybody smaller in a pick and roll, they just put Kevin Durant in it. They force you to switch, and then he just shot shot over the guy. Mm-hmm. And so that gives you an, an opportunity. You can see the possibilities, you know, uh, with with, uh, with Michael Porter in a pick and roll, with forcing teams to switch, 
with, with having multiple guys who can ball, handle the ball uh, and make plays for themselves and others on the basketball court, I, I just think from definitely from an offensive standpoint, is uh, he, he has the potential to be a really big-time scorer. And when you add his ability to score, to Jokic's ability to score, to Gary Harris and Jamal Murray's ability to score, I mean, you're starting to put together a team uh, that that where are you going to go defensively, you know? And and uh, but yes, I, I think I, the other thing I like about Michael Porter is his ability to rebound. He really rebounds uh, the ball really well, and um, and so defensively, um, he'll they'll catch him up to speed. But this is this this is a a, a really really good pick um, at a at a really great value for the Nuggets. I love going through all the pluses and negatives after these picks are made. Somebody uh, on a national level said that um, well, this is a worst-case scenario for Porter because he's going to a team of shooters and the Nuggets don't need any more shooters. And my response to that is, are you drunk? You can never have enough shooters. What, what, what does that even mean, another shooter? You, you give me 12 shooters and I'll go play basketball against you. Are you uh, Again, you can't have enough shooters. What does that even mean? Yeah, no, you can you can never have enough shooters. I mean, look at those. Look at look at some of the teams that were in the, the final four and the final eight of the NBA NBA, uh, NBA playoffs, and we're talking about teams. I mean, Philadelphia, all they did was continue to load up on shooters. Houston, all they did was continue to load up on shooters. And when they didn't need more shooters, they went out and acquired Joe Johnson, another shooter. Um, obviously, Golden State is the is the champion, and we've seen what they can do and just spreading the ball the court, having multiple guys uh, who can knock down shots and be very dynamic with the basketball. Um, the more precarious positions that you can put a defense in as an offensive team, the more answers that you can have for defenses that want to load up on a particular player or, or take away a particular action, then the better off you are and, and you'll be as an offensive basketball team. And the harder you'll be to stop, you, you won't have lulls in the game where it's well, the, the the Nuggets have missed uh, their last ten shots, or they haven't scored in the last four and a half minutes. You know, those kinds of things start to be eliminated, really reduced or eliminated, uh, because you have answers at all time for what a defense is uh, is going to present to you. And so, no, you can never have enough shooting. You can never have enough playmaking and scoring. Uh, and the Nuggets um, added a, a, a big time player in that aspect. Okay, a couple minutes left here. Your assessment on the second round there. We'll go with Jared Vanderbilt, the freshman out of Kentucky, who was injured for most of the season. But I love Tim Connolly's approach to the second round. He said he always looks for unique, awkward talents, and this kid is talented at rebounding the basketball. Uh, what are the chances he makes the team here? That's a good question. And, uh, you know, a lot of this, you know, so the Nuggets have kind of a lot of roster decisions to make. You know, so they went into the offseason with 15 Contracts and 17 when you chat, when you count the two-way players. And so, you know, there's obviously has to be some movement there, uh, for guys to, to be added to the roster in a two-way capacity. And I think, you know, when you're talking about both of these young men in the second round, um, I think a two-way contract would be, uh, about their ceiling here, uh, the, this coming season, um, if they make the team. And, you know, a large part of that is, is Monte Morris going to be, continue to be on a two-way contract or is he going to be converted to a standard NBA contract? Are they going to convert Tory uh, Craig to a standard NBA contract? And then, so you open up two-way contract spaces there. If those two, uh, guys are signed to a standard contract, but for them to be signed to standard contracts, other players on the roster uh, cannot be there as well. So there is a lot of movement. But just in terms of his ability on a basketball court, yeah, I mean, his rebounding, uh, you know, has the potential to be really impactful, really 
uh, big time. And I, I think I saw a number said he, when you extrapolate his rebounds over 36 minutes on a per 36 minutes basis, um, it was something like 16 a game. And so, you know, so he, uh, very athletic. I watched some high school tape of him. Um, and, you know, he's, he's a very athletic kid. Um, he looks like he's got the ability to handle it a little bit in the open court uh, if you get it to him. Um, um, very high motor, it looks like. Uh, very athletic, um, you know, just all over the rim in terms of dunks and, 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 and getting getting there. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see with him. And uh, uh, but, but he certainly, from a rebounding athletic standpoint, uh, he's got elite-level talent in, in those two areas. All right, two veterans on this team, unaware of what's going to happen. One is Kenneth Fareed. Uh, no right. secret that uh, he was being dangled there and uh, continues to be dangled. The other is Wilson Chandler, who uh, has the option to extend yep. his contract for another year. It's a player option. When is the deadline for that, and what do you see happening? So uh, Wilson Chandler's deadline is the 29th, and um, that is was that next week. Uh, it's next week. So uh, he'll have to have informed the team of his decision. Uh, by then, I mean, listen, and, and the other one, and uh, I, we can maybe get to this on another uh, interview, but is Nikola Jokic, and that thing gets rolling on the 24th uh, in terms of the Nuggets having to uh, rescind the team option, tender him a qualifying offer. He signs the qualifying offer, making him a restricted free agent, and then they get to the business assigning him to a and new Conley contract. And said right? that's going to happen, right? You heard him last night. It's, he's going to be a Nugget for life. That's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just, this is why, yeah, that's what, this is why I never could understand the talk about Nikola Jokic even getting to next year. <laughs> you know, in terms of, well, they don't want to get him, uh, you know, he's not getting out of the summer without being, without being signed to a long-term, uh, very high dollar contract. And this is not going to be a ton of negotiation. It's going to be, hey, listen, here's the max. <laughs> you know, you have to take that. So, uh, but, but in terms of Wilson Chandler, that, that decision is coming up. Um, and, and then no matter what happens, after, honestly, then that's just, um, you know, money that the Nuggets can apply elsewhere immediately. Um, if he opts in, then they have decisions to make in terms of, uh, where, where they'll go with the roster. And then, um, in terms of Kenneth Reed, uh, you know, it, as you said, I mean, this is a situation where, uh, you know, they have tried to move him and I think they'll continue to do so. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll see if they're successful at that at any point this summer. All right, Chris, uh, just for the record, what kind of dog do you own? Uh, she is a boxer pit mix. What does that mean? Boxer pit bull. Does she bark? Does she bite? Uh, she barks a lot. She runs. She's uh, just two years old, so okay. she's still kind of a, a pup. Right. And she's about 50 pounds. Okay. Um, looks like a lion, sandy, sandy, sandy uh, fur. She's really cool. Uh, the description just scares me, just so you know. So uh, we expect bring 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 your boxer pit mix to to the press conference today. Marlo will have his puppy. He's got a puppy. He discussed yesterday. It, it, again, we we are just abiding by the rules of uh, the federal. It is bring your dog. We're going to do what everybody tells us to do. So we'll see you at the press conference. Bring your dogs, and we'll have a grand old time. Demps, thanks very much, man. Appreciate it. All right, we'll see you, man. Take care. I. I I don't see why not. Yeah, seems fair. I mean, if there's nothing inappropriate about bringing your dog to work. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? If you're a reporter, you should bring him to the press conference. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to turn him away? Is my employer going to say no? I'm just going to turn to social media and say, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just going to shame them into letting me bring my dog to work in an inappropriate setting. What are you going to do about it?
If I want to bring a kennel of dogs to work. If you were a pilot, can your dog just fly with you up in the cockpit? Is that fine? On your lap? <laughs> we joke and we don't joke at the same time. Coming up a little bit later, we'll get into the NHL draft, which uh, faces off tonight. The NHL draft, where the uh, the Avs have eight picks, possibly nine. What will Ottawa do at number four? Greg Wyshynski will join us at 9 a.m. Bill Hanslick at 9.15. More on Robert uh, on Michael Porter Jr. Uh, at 8.30 with a fellow who covered him in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, he followed the uh, Missouri Tigers, so we'll get more intel on Michael Porter Jr. as well. That's coming up later this hour. Our Power 5 question of the day is next. You're going to like this. You're really going to like this. Trust me. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and i'd call that a big win and you will too so when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose american financing they have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees call 303-695-7000 303-695-7000 or go online at americanfinancing.net and mls 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. There's a lot of chatter going on about vaccines these days, and the hard part is it's almost impossible to tell fact from fiction. So we're going to give it to you straight. When you immunize your child, they're good. They're protected and ready to live life the way every child should. Respect the facts. Protect your child. Immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. I had a cold and I missed practice for two weeks. My heart used to hurt a little bit. I was coughing and wheezing. When we used to run around and stuff, I used to run too much. You have hard times breathing, cough a lot and wheeze. Is my breathing coding me back? National Jewish Health is conducting an asthma study for teens ages 12 to 17. Asthma testing, education, medications, and financial compensation will be provided to qualified participants. To see if your teen is eligible for this research study, please call 303-398-1470 or find out more information online at nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. Stay in the game. Call 303-398-1470, 303-398-1470, or go to nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. National Jewish Health, science transforming life. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. 
So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, 1 City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you, but you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart, and their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Four cars involved in a crash. Right lane eastbound 6th Avenue between Indiana and the Union Sims exit. Traffic is brought to you by Boost Mobile. Still have that accident that has shut down southbound lanes of Indiana at 6th Avenue and the ramp from eastbound 6th to Indiana closed. Switch to Boost and get three lines, each with the unlimited gigs for $100 a month, plus 20 gigs of mobile hotspot on each line, and up to three free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi show on this Friday in the Mile High City. It is NHL draft night. Last night, the NBA took center stage. Tonight, it's the National Hockey League and we will talk to Greg Wyshynski of ESPN.com at 9 a.m., get you all uh, all the details you need about what the Avs plan on doing tonight. Uh, what they plan on doing hinges a lot on what Ottawa does, because Ottawa has the option to give the Avs the number four overall pick. Uh, word coming out lately that they're probably going to hold on to that choice, and the Avs then next year will have the Ottawa first-round pick. So we'll see. We'll talk more in detail about that a little bit later on. But back-to-back nights with drafts, it's that time of year, right? And I've wondered I've wondered why the NHL, yesterday they unveiled their schedule. They had the awards party the night before that. So it's three days in a row. Award show, schedule release, and NHL draft. So this is their week. Yeah, kind of. But if they'd have just delayed it. All till next week, they would, yeah, they would have it all to themselves. I, yeah. I agree. I, 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 why compete? Yeah. What are you doing? Why share it with the NBA draft yesterday? Why, why share the announcement of your, uh, schedule? I mean, granted, we can both, we can consume both things. It's fine, but you know, you, you look at the sports page today, right? There's not anything on the front page of the sports about the abs schedule coming out. It's all about the Rockies and then it's about the NBA draft. That was the big story. So Timing, you're going to timing you, is everything. Yeah, you're you're going to get over, overshadowed if you do that. It's just it's natural, and it would there'd be no reason not to wait till next week. It's just kind of odd to me. But if you're an Avs fan, I do think you want Ottawa to keep the pick tonight because you think they're going to be worse next year. Yeah, and there's this kid Jack Hughes, which I, th- I think that's his name, Jack Hughes. He sounds like a character from a Tom Cruise movie or whatever, but he's this 16 year old kid that is supposed to be the next 
you know, transformational type player. So what you're, what you're hoping for, what you're betting on is that Ottawa's worse next year. You get lucky, you get the number one pick and you fall bass backwards into a once in a generation type player. That's mm-hmm. what you're rooting for. There's mm-hmm. not that guy this year at four. You'll get a nice player. You'll get a, you'll get a guy who, you know, probably will contribute for years, but you have a chance next year to get a guy that is a, I don't know, Connor McDavid type, a Patrick Kane type, whatever a guy that's going to change a franchise. I'll take my chances on that. Let's, let's roll the dice on that. Good point. Bring on the power five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Okay, there's a trend out there. I'm not sure exactly who started this trend because I've seen these outfits before, but it's full-blown. It's a storm, and I'm not sure how we're going to survive this storm. LeBron did it. Draymond Green did it. Uh, members of both teams, and last night, Trey Young did it. Trey Young, a rookie extraordinaire, Oklahoma product, showed up at the NBA draft wearing a suit with shorts. Uh, this is how it's described by our very own Marty O in the rundown. In honor of Trey Young looking like a UPS delivery driver <laughs> on one of the biggest nights of his life, we asked the question, what is the worst outfit you've ever worn to an event? There it Man, is. That's a great question. I actually kind of like this look. It's growing on me. Now, you know, you kind of look like Doug Heffernan from King of Queens. I get it. But I, you I look like the, uh, who's the former ACDC, uh, lead singer or guitarist? Remember, uh, the dude that used to get down and dirty and Angus said, Young. Angus, yeah, Young. Angus Young. Then you wear shorts all the time. All right. I like shorts. I got no problem with this. I think our immediate reaction, anything that's different, especially a lot different, we, we, we react negatively. I think if you take a step back, you're going to look at this and go, yeah, well, I want to wear shorts. I mean, okay. you're, you're in the TV business. How many people do the news and they got a suit up top and shorts where well, you can't see? Cause, Cause they don't see the, the legs, but I, I can tell you this right now. If I showed up at a Nuggets game with that Trey Young outfit, I, I mean, the cat calls and, and the sarcastic comments and, I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to get through the night. I got no problem with it. I, okay. I think okay. I might, I think I might wear one to the next big meeting. All right. All right. I'm going to challenge <laughs> you on this. I'm going to challenge, cause you're a suit at KSE. You're, you're one yeah. of the suits. That's yeah, what I'm, you are. I'm a all suit. Right. Let's see what kind of suit you really are. Next time we have one of them big there staff meetings at Pepsi Center <laughs> where all the suits are, are a pair. I want you to show up in your short suit. Okay. And all just right. see what happens. Okay. I don't think, you think I'd get grief? Oh my God! <laughs> You'd be taken in front of the crowd. Check out Marilat. <laughs> I think everybody would say, "Huh, that's appropriate." You, you, you wore a suit. All right. So our text number is three zero nine three three. We ask you, in honor of Trey Young and his short suit, the worst outfit you've ever <laughs> worn to any event. What may it be? Uh, we have a lot of people chiming in. Prom. It's sort of like cliche now. In, yeah. At prom to dress like an idiot, right? Everybody does it. The Dumb and mm-hmm. Dumber look. That's what they do. Right? It's no longer style. It's about, let's have, this be as dumb as we can here. I look back at my prom pictures and most people from the nineties would cringe. Mine was 91. Uh, still sharp. And here's the thing. The, uh, the, the, the line of suits we wore, Jordan 23, Michael Jordan's <laughs> tuxedo line. That's what we wore. They've, t- they've stood the test of time. Ooh, 1404 says, yes, I wore a white suit to prom. I don't think there's anything wrong with a white suit. No, fine. 
White suits are in these days. Postal Brian says they're not shorts, guys. They are capri pants. Well, yeah, wait, see, wait a minute. No, no. Capri pants to me are the ones that come below the knee. Yeah. These ones are right at the knee. These are shorts. I have a bigger problem with Michael Porter Jr.'s vest from last night. Have you seen that? Well, I mean, that's an odd look. It had a lot of messages on the vest. But yeah, but it's like, it's a half vest. Doesn't the vest either need to be I'm, all the way up or, I don't know. Just no idea what weird. you're talking about. Half vest. You know, the, the one thing about last night that caught me off guard, and let me admit this much, okay? I didn't want to get into it today, but I have to now. As long as we're in that truth serum mode. We're at that age, and you'll agree with me, Manchester, we're watching the draft, and they started the night with the families walking out, mm-hmm. these players and the families. I I can't believe how good some of the moms look. I, and, and I was troubled because I was like, is that their mom or a sister? Is that I mean, Mikhail Bridges? Did you see his mom? Are you kidding me? Sneaky? Sneaky's not even the word. She's hot. <laughs> you just said, I can't believe how good some of their moms look. Well, I mean, I'm, again, I, I'm no, I am now looking at the mothers. Out loud into a microphone over the air. I you know, I know, I, I know. I'm, it's, it, I'm honest. <laughs> I'm fair and honest. I've said it from the get go on this show. I am fair and honest. Luka Doncic's mother is nice looking. She's a nice looking lady. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I don't and, know. And don't, I don't know why we're at that age. But can't, I'm just saying, you can't tell me that guys my age watching the draft last night did not have the same impression. I know you did, and you're lying if you didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you out there on this limb all by Great, yourself. Great, you can Victor. leave me all you want. I speak the truth <laughs> on this show. Uh, speaking of today is National Bring Your Dog to Work Day. Jesse, how are we doing? How many dogs have you seen in the hallways there? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, this should be fun. Okay, all right, so we're going to try to get through the rest of the show this morning. we got an hour and a half to go. Uh, we're just celebrating the holiday. This should be fun. All right, welcome. Hey, buddy. Easy! This hour was brought to you by the Colorado Media School. The demand for media careers is at an all-time high. The Colorado Media School can train and get you into that new career in under a year. Enrollment is open now. Call 303-937-7070. Savor some of the most delicious, authentic Japanese food featuring street food at Sushi Den Restaurant's annual summer rooftop party. Denver's finest and 15 renowned Japanese chefs will present a lively arcade of ramen, fried and grilled bites, and delicacies. Sip sake and enjoy the live entertainment. Tickets are on sale now and include food and drink. Exclusive VIP packages include VIP bar service, waitstaff, and reserve table. Proceeds benefit charity. It's a foodie adventure at the annual Sushi Den rooftop party June 26th and 27th. Tickets and info at SushiDen.net. Just sit on it. This is a live animal. It's a bull. Why am I sitting on a bull? Medvet is a major sponsor of youth sports and local rodeos, and we want to capitalize on that for this commercial. What? You ride the bull into the arena while shouting this month's summer spectacular sale offer. Are you nuts? Shh. Don't upset the bull. Don't upset the bull? Say this. All this month, Medved Buick GMC has incredible offers. For instance, save up to 6500 on a 2018 GMC Canyon truck and enjoy great leases on new Buick Envisions and Encores. GMC, we are professional grade. Experience the new Buick. Medved Buick GMC, just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Just shout that out. 
he forgot the disclaimer. Stock number G6130, MSRP 41135, plus tax title and fees includes 599 DNH. Price includes GM bonus cash. Subject to prior sale expires 63018. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at bplplasma.com. Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub? Besides craft beer, enjoy signature cocktails and regional wines, and Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub features a seasonal menu. Try pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how to up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Just blocks from Coors Field at Union Station and in Cherry Creek. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name, Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident has shut down southbound Indiana at 6th Avenue. In addition, the ramp from eastbound 6 to Indiana is closed at this point. Traffic is brought to you by Boost Mobile. Looking at slow traffic on I-25 now. Stop and go between the Boulder Turnpike and 23rd. Switch to Boost and get three lines, each with unlimited gigs for $100 a month, plus 20 gigs of mobile hotspot on each line, and up to three free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. I'm Chris. McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. A couple more superlatives coming uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s way from Cortland Sutton, recent draft pick of your Denver Broncos. He tweets, hey, congrats on getting drafted by the Nuggets. Let's keep the city exciting. Uh, from Jamal Crawford, longtime NBA guard, played for several teams. He writes in on Twitter, pick one, two, four, or 14. MPJ will be a star. Count on it. So, uh, he, he has the uh, backup. A lot of people love his game. Uh, let's just see what happens to his back during the game. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in a gentleman who covered a lot of that Missouri basketball and uh, is, uh, uh, aware of the situation that, uh, Presents itself here. Dave Matter of the St. Louis Dispatch joins us on the hotline right now. Dave, thanks for a few minutes today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, tell us a little bit about uh, Nuggets fans, obviously, and I've said this before, this is a gamble if you've got the third, fourth, or fifth pick. It's not a gamble if you have the 14th because you can't pass up on this kind of talent. But for those of us that aren't too in-depth on the injury itself, the back injury, how bad was it or is it for Michael Porter Jr.? Well, there was a lot of kind of mystery surrounding this when he was in college because he, he barely played at all. Hometown kid, so everybody in Columbia knew him. It was such a big deal when he committed to Missouri, uh, you know, last spring and they sold out his season tickets over the summer and, but then, you know, came the injury and then came the, the, 
you know, the news that this wasn't a new injury. This is something that Michael said happened two years ago in an AAU practice. And, and even after, you know, he suffered that two years ago, he went on to become the best high school player in the country. He was McDonald's All-American game MVP, Naismith player of the year and all of that. Um, was what would have been the probably a top three pick, maybe the top pick straight out of high school if, if the NBA rules were different. Um, but then, you know, he played in some exhibition games last year, played in a, a, a game against Kansas that was sold out. Everybody saw it was public, scored 20 points, looked pretty good to, to most observers. Um, but then right before tip-off of Missouri's regular season opener, he went to Conzo Martin and said, I can't play. My, hmm. my hip hurts. And um, there was a lot of mystery there for a couple days. Missouri's medical staff, um, they did not um, suggest surgery. They thought he could get through it with physical therapy and, and some other things. Um, so the family looked for a second opinion, and that second opinion uh, was, was surgery that sidelined them for pretty much all of the season. So um, it, it was just like a big cloud hanging over Missouri's year because you just never knew if he was going to come back or not. And, uh, and, and he did, and he wasn't, wasn't himself. So it was, it was a lot of drama in a, in a short amount of time. So he underwent surgery, and that was lower back surgery, correct? Yeah, it was for a, a, a herniated disc, and it okay. was it was a it's it's not an uncommon surgery, and it, it was one of the surgeries that Tiger Woods has had over the years. I believe it's very similar to the surgery that that Steve Kerr had okay. not too long ago. Um, you know, but uh, you know he he wanted to come back, and he, he I don't know if it was for the best thing for him to come back, but Missouri was so thin its bench was just yeah. decimated by the end of the year. They made the NCAA tournament. He played a little bit near the end, wasn't very good, but. Um, but it was something that most people said at the time, hey, this is something he can recover from eventually. But he is he is young, and a, and a back injury is, is a serious thing. This is where I'm going to give the kid a, a ton of credit because the easy thing to do would have been to just say, hey, I'm done. I'm, I'm saving myself for the NBA. I'm certainly not going to risk further injury. But you're right, he did come back. He, he did give them something, albeit he was rusty, he was slow, he was not the same player, but he came back. And, and I think that speaks to his character personally. Yeah, you know, I think being a hometown guy, um, wanting to see Missouri do well, having his dad on the staff, having his, his younger brother, having a, a great freshman year, Jonte, for Missouri, I think that all kind of played into it. And the, the bench was just absolutely decimated. They had a, a, a guard um, blew out his knee in their final regular season game. They, they were down to about six healthy bodies. So I think he felt a little pressure to come back, not from the coaching staff, but just from within himself that he thought he could come out and, and do something. What didn't work out was the team was really playing well at that point. Then he came in, and you had a high-volume shooter to a team that was really based on chemistry and, and balance and sharing the ball, and they were not the same team. They looked really sloppy with him in there. It didn't work in the SEC tournament, and then they had a really awful game in the NCAA tournament. But at that point, they just needed a healthy body, and you know I think he does deserve credit for wanting to come back, And even though he wasn't near you know even probably 75% at that point. Mm. Talking to Dave Matter of the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch covering the uh, uh, Missouri Tigers and uh, Michael Porter Jr. So if you were just to compare his play, let's just remove the injury from it a little bit. Some of the guys take the, taken in front of him in the draft, Kevin Knox, a 6'9 kid, uh, Mikhail Bridges, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., just talented skill alone. Is Michael Porter Jr. better than those players? I think he's got more upside than, than any of those guys. You're talking about a legit 6'10 player who can score at, at all three levels. I mean, he's an explosive guy inside, taking it to the basket, 
he's got a nice mid-range game and he can he can shoot from three and, and he's also doesn't get um a lot of credit for his defense but if you coach him up with that kind of length um i, I think he can be a, a a good defender and he's he can be a really good rebounder too he's what's what's going to be a challenge is he's always been by far the most dominant player on his team so this is going to be a different situation for him when he's going to be surrounded by other talents and other guys that need the ball also but i i think he's he's basketball savvy enough to where as long as he is healthy i think he can work into a framework like that and and he can be a i think he can be a really good player but you know the back is obviously a big red flag and and some some smart teams passed on him because they weren't you know, willing to take that risk. But but uh, if he is healthy, you know, I think there's probably going to be some teams wishing, hey, uh, it, it would have been nice to know if he was going to be healthy because they would have would have obviously taken him. Is he a motivated kid? Is he a good kid? Is he? Do you see him as the kind of guy that is going to work? You know, that I haven't been around him enough to really know that. But but I think he's he's grown up in a basketball family his entire life. Mom and dad both played in college. He was groomed since he was four years old to be at this stage. So um, in, in some sense, he, he lived a little bit different childhood. They, they were they were homeschooled. Um, he went to a, a, a very small Catholic high school uh, when, when he was living in Columbia uh, and then one year out in Seattle. Um, so his upbringing was a little unique, a, a little different. Um, and, and, you know, he, he didn't really get the college coaching that um, he would have gotten from Conzo Martin had he been healthy and played a full season. But I, I, he wants to be great. There's no doubt about that. I, I think you know, knowing what we know about Michael, I think he will he'll, will work for that. Um, but it, this is different. Being in an NBA team uh, with this kind of demanding schedule is going to be very, very unique and different from, from anything he's experienced at this point. Dave, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Appreciate the insight on Michael Porter Jr. Okay. That's My Dave pleasure. Matter, uh, from the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Uh, a lot of different people offering, uh, opinions and, uh, comps. You know, that's what we love to do on draft night is provide comps. Who is he like? Who can he play like? Who will he be like? And you hear a little bit of everything, uh, with this kid. You know, he's got the, the size and release of Kevin Durant. I mean, Durant's a seven footer who you can't block a shot. When he makes space, you can't do it. That's my favorite aspect of this kid's game, apparently, is that he can get his shot off whenever he pleases. Now, is he Kevin Durant? Let's pump the brakes, obviously. When I saw his tape last night, uh, when the name was being mentioned, and I'm going through it, you know the name that came to mind to me? And, and it's interesting because the Nuggets had this player, and, and this player left to another place, and he was injury-plagued for most of his time here. He reminded me a little bit of Danilo Gallinari, uh, a big body who can shoot, a big body, a 6'10er who plays outside, who has some athleticism, who unfortunately had uh, uh, his season shortened due to injury. It, he reminded me a lot. Now, if Michael Porter Jr. can be the really good Gallo, the uninjured Gallo, that Gallo, yeah, uh, then the Nuggets got themselves a steal. That's always a chance you take. Coming up a little bit later, at 9 a.m., we'll talk to Greg Wyshynski of ESPN.com. Covers the NHL. His thoughts on what the Avs might do tonight. also want to talk to Greg. Who did he vote for in the Hart Trophy proceedings? Uh, the Hart going, of course, to Taylor Hall of the New Jersey Devils. I wonder where Wyshynski cast his vote there. 
Talk to him at 9 a.m. Bill Hanslick at 9.15. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Marty O and his sugar fix coming up next. Mark Moser. As part of the Matt Duchesne deal, the deal that keeps on giving, they are going to get a first-round pick from Ottawa either this year, the number four on Friday night, or they are going to get the pick next year. Now, Ottawa has until they're on the clock on Friday night to Which give this pick. crazy. In all honesty, if I'm the Colorado Avalanche, I'd probably prefer that they don't give us the fourth overall really? pick on Friday night because they are going to stink, especially if Carlson's gone. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> The trade that keeps on trading. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. That wasn't bad, actually. Yeah. The Moj. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Fans Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Ryan Harris. And your boy, Nate Crackman, for our friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you are going to borrow money for a new home, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings. Plus, you'll get one-on-one attention while being guided through the options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. I'd call that a win, Ryan. And there are never any upfront fees. Pick up the phone and give them a call at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. AmericanFinancing.net AmericanFinancing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the division of real estate. Where do you go for a flippin' awesome good time? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Cities of Gold Casinos. Buffalo Thunder has the best live entertainment all summer long, including Uncle Cracker, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Art Rageous, and Dueling Pianos. And every Saturday in June, win a GMC Terrain and your share of over half a million dollars. Book your Santa Fe getaway at buffalothunderresort.com. Now that's a flippin' awesome good time. And Buffalo Thunder... Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. 
the Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident blocking the right lane westbound C470 west of Ken Carroll. Traffic is brought to you by OMA Office. Also, you have an accident that has shut down all lanes southbound Indiana at 6th Avenue. And the ramp from eastbound 6th to Indiana is closed. OMA Office is the most reliable, simplest to use, easiest to install business phone. And it's perfect for 5 or 50 employees. Just $19.95 per user per month. More at OOMA.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Zelen, Zelen, whatever. It's the last ball you got in the bag, Roy. You get this one, what we're disqualified. I can make it across. Well, then do it. Quit f***ing around. Uh, you heard the tin cup drop. Third caller right now qualifies for a shot at the U.S. Senior Open Championship next week at Broadmoor. Tickets for four in the Centennial Club. Do it the right way. Do it the VIP way. Compliments of Altitude 950. 303-753-0950 is the phone number. Third caller gets a shot at the U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. I'm not sure, Manchester, how much of that uh, last interview you caught there with Dave Matter of the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch, but let me read a text somebody who did hear the interview. Uh, wow, you guys are totally ignoring the red flags with Porter. It doesn't sound like he's a team player. Uh, messing up the Tigers when he came back just because he could shoot and likes to shoot could mess up any chemistry the Nuggets have. That guy from St. Louis seems reluctant to say anything positive about him. Uh, that's one way to look at it, I guess. The way I saw it, uh, the way Dave Matter spoke of Michael Porter Jr., he didn't see enough of him. I mean, he saw three games of him. How do you form a conclusion or an opinion after three games? I, that was my reaction. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's fair. I think to say he was selfish by coming back and messing up the team, like, I think it's commendable, as you mentioned earlier in the show, that he tried to come back and play in the tournament and help his team. I mean, that's a little bit of a, boy, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't in that situation if you're going to criticize him because it messed him up. Is it, is it like Mizzou was going to win the title and he threw a wrench in the gears? No. that's a, that's a To me, that's a little bit silly. Just read something that came across uh, my Twitter feed, which is off topic. But this is why, um, again, this is why CU is always going to have issues competing with other programs in the big sports. This is why. This is why. Because athletics and academics are always going to mash heads, and it's always going to be an issue up there. A report that University of Colorado Regent Linda Shoemaker, vice chair of the CU Board of Regents, said she believes the football program poses numerous legal reputational and financial risks for the university and she challenged her eight fellow regions to examine those risks she says it's basically too risky to have a division one football program and program on the campus because of the health risks imposed by football here we go yeah i mean i think here we go it's something we uh um, here we go when we've talked about the concussion issues, when we've talked about, you know, the, the attack on football, when Here we've talked we about, you know, uh, will football be in existence in 20 years and some of those storylines, uh, a lot of it has been at some point high schools or colleges or whatever are going to say it's not worth the risk. We can't get insurance. We can't whatever, whatever, whatever. 
you're right. Here we go. It's the first time we've really seen it from a major program. Here she says, uh, quote, I believe we are using these student athletes in football in a sport that is primarily for our pleasure. It's very much a moral dilemma for me. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to participate in it. I don't believe that it has a good place in the academic enterprise, which is the University of Colorado. Uh, she goes on to say that uh, I take this time because it's not a topic we talk about on a regular basis on this board, but I will. Here we go. Th- this is, and I've told you this before. This is why CU is always going to struggle. You're right. You have, you have these kind of viewpoints where are you? So you're telling me you want to you want to remove football from the program? You want to? Well, you want to zap the football program? Would a member of the Board of Regents at the University at of Alabama? Nebraska ever say this? Or at Alabama? Yeah. It's not or gonna... Notre Dame? Or UCLA? Now. Or name your school? All that said though, is it a, is it a bad thing that she brings it up and the conversation takes place? Conversation is, it, is always great. Conversation I don't think it's a great. bad I, thing, Vic. I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have the conversation, but just imagine if you had to guess which university would be the first to remove football based on the moral dilemma. Which would be the first? Well, Colorado's the t- yes. near the top yes. of the list now. Yes, you're darn right it is. I mean, it's look, it's it's not worth getting all panicked about. That's not, not going panicked. to happen. I, yeah, it, it just it it doesn't surprise me. No, and I bring this up all the time. You're you're, you're battling on two different fronts up at CU. It's why CU's always going to struggle uh, against the national team. That th- this is why. Because you have a lot of people up there who just don't get it, who don't like sports. No, there there is very much an anti-football contingent and a fairly large one on campus and in the city. Now, I, I do think that that Mike Bone did a lot to um, heal those wounds or mend those fences while he was there. He did a lot. He he helped. Um, Bring some of those people together. It's why at one point, um, I wrote a story about him being our, the sports person of the year back in my mile high sports days. And it wasn't because he hired great coaches or he, you know, built winners and they won a bunch of national titles. What he did to repair some of the relationships in the community and make Boulder, um, not as anti-football as it was when he took that job, because it very much was after the Gary Barnett debacle. Um, it was, was great work by him, but it still exists up there. This is just another example of it. I guarantee she brought her dog to work today. Oh, without Bring a doubt. Bring in Marty O, please, for a little sugar. sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woohoo! Sugar slam! Shake that. Uh, Marty, do you and your significant other possess a dog? We possess two dogs, actually. Okay. And if it, you brought them to work, would they cause any disturbance? Actually, my wife brings both dogs to work. Uh, she works for a pet products company, so everybody brings their dogs to work every day. That's fine. <laughs> She's had the best of both worlds. That's yeah, they great. Get, they get free toys. They're tested on. It's, it's well, not tested on, but yeah, the, the toys, the toys, wait, wait, the toys are, are, uh, are given what? to them to test. You the have experimental dogs? <laughs> Holy cow. It's quite an operation they run down uh, there. Yeah, and your uh, your wife wasn't real happy with Vic earlier in the show, right? Uh, she no, was... she's going to, I'm going to give uh, her Vic's number and they're going to hash it out after the show. Okay. Hold on a second. She works in a completely different line of business. It's okay for her to bring your dogs to work. And again, if I had my dogs on my lap right now, I would not be able to work. I would not be able to communicate with you. So why would I bring my dogs to work? Her job is one of those examples of an appropriate place to bring your dog yes. to work. If you're a dentist, do you bring your dog to work? 
Yeah. If you're you're getting, in my mouth. If you're getting a filling today, are you happy or fine that the dentist has his dog on his lap? This is not an argument. This is not a debate. This is being reasonable. That's all it is. Go on. All right, guys. I can't really uh, pronounce this guy's name, so I'm going to have Manchester do it for me. Let's, uh, let's hear this. Zildan, Zildan, whatever. <laughs> what is it? Oh, Zildane, so- Zildane? Yeah, Zildane Zeldane is uh, turning 46 today. That's uh, Zinedine Zidane for those of you keeping score at home. Why is that so hard for you? What I just these? I didn't have it in front of me. If I'd have had it in front of me, I could have pronounced it. I don't know the guy's name. I know he was the coach at Real Madrid, and he just quit. And he's the guy who headbutted someone in I don't know some World Cup. No, he so got he, yeah he he did he did give a headbutt to a guy who was giving him uh, uh, some serious trash talk. Yeah. So his first and last name are the same. It's Zildane Zildane, right? Yes. Yeah. And he's he's 46. Yeah. Then. 46. Happy Nobody birthday knows. to Double Z. Yeah. He's uh, unemployed right now, so good good for him. He's all right. Yeah. Champ Bailey turning 40. You guys got any good Champ Bailey stories for no, him? No, because he doesn't have a, a memorable moment as a Bronco. Mm-hmm. What's his signature moment, Vic? We still haven't come up with you. it. I got one for you off the field. Well, his signature moment was the interception return of Tom Brady in what? that playoff game in which he was hit out of bounds. It should have been actually it should have been a touchback. But whatever. It, that was his signature moment. That's the one you remember. That was Champ Bailey in yeah. full Champ Bailey mode. A bad play? The reason why he didn't have signature moments, uh if, if you watch the game closely, nobody threw his way oh, here. They avoided Champ Bailey. That is such nonsense. His signature moment in my memory bank was simple. It was a charity basketball game and it was a DU and Champ Bailey's about eh, six foot, six foot one. He's not a tall guy. He goes up in this charity basketball game and throws a 360 down, 360 as if it wasn't even hard. I mean, he was one of those athletes that it was too easy for him. Sports were too easy. Made it look easy all the time. It's why I firmly believe, stories like that is why I firmly believe NFL players, other than guys in the trenches, are the best athletes because you can put them in another sport and they look pretty natural, right? If they go down and they're swinging the bat at Coors yeah. Field, yeah. they look pretty natural. The NBA players are tremendous athletes, but you put them in other sports, it looks a little awkward. Michael Jordan on a baseball field didn't look right. All right, guys, Leo Messi turning 31 on Sunday. Not going to be a real great birthday for him as uh, they don't play again until Tuesday. He's got to gotta wait till Tuesday to redeem himself. It's his birthday today? No, Sunday. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they're in, they're in trouble. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it out of that first round. And, uh, is this gonna be his last World Cup? He's 31. Did, did you hear about the, um, moment of silence that Argentinian television had after that defeat? A moment of silence? Yeah, on a live television broadcast. All of the analysts and the announcers got together and had a moment of silence to mourn the 3 nothing defeat. Uh, there's something about that that I like. <laughs> Could you imagine that? After a Nuggets game, me and Hans are going to sit up there and just have a moment of silence. <laughs> we should start doing that, uh, you know, the, on the morning show after Nuggets or Avs defeat. That's outstanding. Moment of silence. Big news has been canceled. We will just be sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stay in 1988. The expansion draft took place between the Miami Heat and the Charlotte Hornets. Do you guys know who went number seven in that draft? Uh, that was Kobe Bryant traded to the Lakers. In the expansion draft, number seventh pick was uh, Scott Hastings. Wait, wait, really? What year was this? 1988. Oh, I got the year wrong. Sorry. He he was the seventh pick in the expansion draft. Mm-hmm. Nice, because he went to Miami, right? The Miami Heat, right? Oh my God, I didn't know that. So Scott huh. Hastings has a lot in common with Steph Curry, with Emmanuel yeah. Moutier, with Jamal Murray, all number seven picks overall. Yeah. 
Now he was just the number seven overall pick in the expansion draft. Doesn't matter. Seven is seven. But yeah, lucky number seven. In this day, 2008, Felix Hernandez hits a grand slam against the Mets. There are four other pitchers to hit grand slams since 2000. Try and name them. Four other pitchers. Uh, Madison oh, that's Bumgarner. A question. That's one. 2014. Hey, how about uh, didn't that? Jason, didn't Jason Jennings have one? There is a Jason, but not Jason Jennings. Not, not, did Mike Hampton have one? Mm-mm. By chance. No. Um, Jason Marquis, 2008. Oh, yeah. He had a cup of coffee with the Rockies, didn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. And then Chris Carpenter from the Cardinals, 2009. Yeah. Okay. I got one. That was that was all I was going to get. All right, and that's it, fellas. Uh, Marty, what did you uh, leave on the uh, cutting room floor? All right, the longest tennis match in Wimbledon history took place on this day in 2010. Was this the big tall guy? Eisner. Yeah. yeah, Eisner against Nicholas Mahout. It was 11 hours and five minutes. Took place over three days. You open with giving me a hard time about pronunciations, and then you just butchered both those guys. What was that, what was that one? Nicholas Mahout. 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 Okay, that good. Uh, how, long How long was the match? How long was the match? 11 hours, five minutes. 11 hours? It took place over three days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Better hydrate. Up next, Greg Wyshynski, ESPN.com, what the Avs have planned tonight. It is NHL Draft Night right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The Avs are on the clock. Every NHL team is on the clock. The NHL draft is tonight. Avs currently have eight picks, possibly nine. More on that. Let's go to our hotline and welcome in uh, Greg Wyshynski from ESPN.com. Greg, really appreciate the time. The question most Avalanche fans uh, are asking today, what are the chances Ottawa gives up that fourth overall pick? What are you hearing? <laughs> it doesn't seem like they are. Every indication Ottawa's given in the last couple of days has been that they're going to keep the pick and make the pick and and uh, hope for the best that they can uh, find a mix of players to, uh, uh, you know, lessen the damage, I suppose you could say, of having uh, to give up that first rounder next year, um, which is kind of, you know, in a, in a way a surprise. I mean, the, um, there there is a an absolute blue chipper in the draft next year in Jack Hughes. I mean, you know, there have been people who are calling him one of the single most talented American players in, in, the, in the history of the game uh, to uh, come out in the draft. So, the idea that uh, you might not want to, you know, cast your lot and potentially get that guy and uh, keep this pick this year might be a surprise. But, you know, when teams have in the past had to make this decision, it's usually one in which they, uh, you know, try to push that decision down the line as far as they can um, in the hopes that maybe things break the right way for them. So, Greg, Avalanche fans then are thinking if Ottawa holds on to it, then uh, you hope Ottawa completely unravels and falls apart. They've had some <laughs> off-the-ice issues that we've heard about. If Ottawa were to have the worst record in the league next year, then maybe Jack Hughes has a possibility of moving to Denver. That's the way we're looking at it. And that's the way you should look at it, <laughs> especially the first part of that uh, that prognostication, which is that Ottawa is in a complete mess right now. I mean, you know, the, 
The expectation is is that Eric Carlson is no longer going to be with the Senators uh, by the beginning of next season. Uh, they're in full sort of sell-off mode. Uh, they are trying to build a team that is going to be uh, cheap, maybe a little bit young. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, entirely possible that uh, next year they could be uh, one of the worst teams in the league but have uh, no draft pick to show for it. But, you know, as, as Avalanche fans know, I mean, like the, the ultimate irony of all of this is the fact that uh, Matt Duchesne was looking to leave uh, Colorado because he didn't want to be part of another rebuild and uh, he is, uh, it's, a, it's like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Like, he's currently in, like, one of the deepest, worst, most uh, contentious rebuilds in recent NHL history uh, with everything that's happened to that team on the ice and off the ice. Be careful what you wish for, bottom line. Hey, uh, Greg, how would you characterize this draft? Is it top-heavy, bottom-heavy? Is it deep? Is it talentless? What, what kind of pool are we looking at this year? No, I, I think from everybody, everyone I've talked to has, has said that this is a, a pretty talented draft class. I mean, the, the number of, of huge impact guys straight away are, are a little bit limited. I think, you know, the one and two might be guys that play next season. After that, it gets a little bit more specious. But you do have a, a if not a generational talent, at least a, a franchise guy at the top of the draft, Rasmus Deline, uh the defenseman that the Buffalo Sabres are going to take. He's he's again. He, it's not as if uh, this guy is going to step in and all of a sudden become Eric Carlson or Nick Lidstrom, but he is someone that is going to stabilize that position for that franchise in, in a way that they they need to need to be, uh, to be stabilized. And the idea that he is uh, a bright young two way defenseman with uh, incredible offensive skills that'll be under the tutelage of a guy like Phil Housley at least for the next season, I think, is a, a tantalizing prospect for uh, for Sabres fans. So the the Avs currently pick number sixteen. At sixteen, do you get a player in this day and age that can contribute right away, or do you get a, a player you stash for a while? Um, and, and I think at sixteen, traditionally, what you're going to be looking at is a, is a player that you stash for a couple of years. Um, the idea that you get somebody who's going to be able to jump in right away. It, it really is going to depend on where they're coming from. I mean, you, you look at some of the foreign-born players that come into the draft, and you have some of them that have played against men for a couple of years and that have been honed in, in different levels of competition overseas uh, versus playing in, in juniors or playing in the NCAA over here in, in North America. So a lot of times it sort of depends on where they are uh, in their in their own development. Um, but, you know, typically when you're going to pick in the, in the mid-first round, those are players that you're going to let percolate for a while and you're going to let, you know, be in your system and being in your development programs and, and, you know, try to get them to play the way that you want them to play when they eventually get to the big club. Chatting with Greg Wyshynski, ESPN. Hey, uh, what are you hearing about the likelihood of Paul Stasny coming back to Denver? I, I heard that he mentions the avalanche as possible one of his destinations. Sure. I mean, I, I didn't see that exactly, but I mean, I think it's plausible that, you know, Stasny is going to be a guy that's going to have some some interesting action now that it looks like John Tavares might end up staying with the New York Islanders since they've gotten their act together in the last 48 hours. Um, you know, he's he's going to be one of the few guys that's going to be on the open market that you know you can slide into your top six and, you know, have him play with, with skilled guys, as he showed with the Winnipeg Jets and playing with uh, uh, Ehlers and with Line A. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see what he gets. I, I don't think that his salary is going to be anywhere near what it was on the last contract um, that he received from the Blues. But uh, but I think he's a, he's an interesting fit in a number of places. I don't know if a reunion with Colorado is really one that should be in the cards necessarily. 
Um, but he's an interesting interesting option for a lot of teams now that the uh, the big uh, the big you know fish at the center position looks like it's going to stay in Long Island. Greg, I'm not sure who you voted for. I, I don't have the the ballot in front of me. <laughs> if you were a McKinnon guy or Taylor Hall guy, I, I'll ask you this: Were you surprised by the results of the Hart Trophy? I was a Taylor Hall guy. I'll, you know, say it. I mean, all, all our sure. ballots are public. In some, in some cases, unfortunately, for the people who didn't fill them out correctly, <laughs> got them rejected, uh, which was a, a bit of an embarrassing, uh, revelation. Um, but, uh, no, I, I thought, you know, I, I watched them both a lot. Um, I don't, I don't think you could really have gone wrong with either of the choices. I just felt that what Hall did in the last month, month and a half of the season when the games were, Absolutely critical for the Devils and, and putting up, I think it was like 19 points in his last 11 games to get them into that wild card spot was extraordinarily great heavy lifting. But, you know, either one of those guys, I think, would have been a fine choice for MVP. Um, my, my, uh, as people know, my, my concern was that Connor McDavid not win it, uh, because, uh, the idea that a guy whose team finishes 17 points out of a playoff spot, uh, gets some MVP love is kind of nonsensical when you look around at what, Paul and McKinnon and Kopitar and, and all these other guys that were up for the award did insofar as getting their teams to do something relevant in, in the season. All right, so I, I get it. You could have gone either way with Hall and McKinnon. Similar seasons, similar production, uh, similar influence on the team. But what do you have to say about the guys, the voters, four of which didn't even have McKinnon on their ballot, didn't even vote yeah, for McKinnon? How does that happen? It's insane. I have no idea. <laughs> I literally have no idea. But, you know, the, the, the cool thing about releasing these ballots um, is that we know who they are now, and uh, and they're going to have a chance to defend their vote. Like I, I I've always said about this process, and, I, and inside the Professional Hockey Writers Association, I've been somebody who's been clamoring for this to happen. I I, I find it to be absurd if uh, we demand transparency from others but don't present it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think ultimately this is a good thing for it to happen. Um, my my my. My concern about the reaction to the ballots being released that I saw in the last 24 hours is a lot of people that are just like hammering away at people for the votes that they cast. And the whole point of this is that if it's going to be public, uh, you know, give them a chance to defend their pick. Maybe they've got some warped logic as to why McKinnon wouldn't have been on the ballot. Um, but you know, that's, that's the whole thing for me is like, you got to step back. You got to give people a chance. I have, I have no problem with nutty, crazy, uh, votes. If you can defend it, and at the end of the day, that's kind of why I wanted the ballots released because, you know, you you hope that check and balance on the voters is going to drive them to a smart decision uh, and a prudent one because or, or else you're you're going to kind of be going to be publicly flogged for it. Smart man, and I agree with everything you just said about the role of the media in this stuff. You know, some of us in this business are some of the most thin-skinned people on earth, and yet our job is to criticize, and 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 yet we can't handle it when it comes our way. So I I totally agree with you on that account, Greg. Yeah, and and there's you know you could you can handle it like a pro and 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 uh, and you know take on all comers and explain your position, or you could do what the guy did who voted Taylor Hollow as a center on the all-star team and say he was going to quit the professional hockey writers association and live under an overpass for the rest of his life. So I mean, it's like, there's two, yeah. there's two ways to handle it. There's sure. the nuanced, Hey, yeah. I might've messed up way. And then there's that. So all right, don't, last don't question as the abs go in, uh, finish off this off season. If you assess this team, evaluate this team from afar, what's the one need, what's the one area they can improve on most to take it to the next level. Great question. I, you know, I, I still think that when you look around the Western Conference, um, you know, the depth of talent on some of the teams that are contenders up front as far as scoring 
is is where to me you need to address the most. You need to up up the depth in the top three lines, make them more dangerous. I mean, I think that people know last year just based on, on what we saw as far as his hard candidacy that it could be a one line team uh, in a lot of cases. So. When you look at the other contenders, they're able to, they're able to roll at least three great scoring lines, and I think you know the Abs have to really kind of flesh out the other units behind McKinnon's line to uh, really compete in the West. Greg, thanks for a few minutes, man. You got it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Greg Wyshynski, ESPN. Uh, our trivia question of the morning for a chance to win two tickets to any Colorado Avalanche game, and now you can compare. You can look at the schedule. The schedule was released yesterday. By the way, first thing that stuck out to me. 19 of the first 30 games on the road. Always seems to happen to the Avs. Early in the season, they're on the road. Anyway, look at the schedule. Two tickets. If you can answer the following question, first caller to answer it, 303-753-0950. You win a pair of tickets. Here we go. How many current Avalanche players were first-round selections? Not necessarily by the Avs either, just first-round selections in general. How many current players on this roster were first-rounders? Call the show right now, 303-753-0950. A Club Lexus experience for you today at the Avs game. Not only two tickets, but dinner in Club Lexus and two VIP seats to the game. This will be awesome. Trust me. It's it's something. If you don't know the answer, look it up now. First caller at 753-0950-303-753-0950. When we come back, we'll catch up with Bill Hanslick. We'll talk a little more nuggets, and we'll wrap up the week here on Altitude 950. Drug safety starts with you. Disposing your unused or expired medications is easy. Learn more at TakeMedsBack.org. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, it's Mark Mosier here to tell you about the anniversary sales event this weekend at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, where you can get a new Altima for the price of a used. The 2018 Nissan Altima S going for only $18,495. Get to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert. The best people, best deals during the anniversary sale off I-25 on 104th or LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. My state event, JC 114320, stock number DM 1334, MSRP 24415, dealer retains all rebates, OAC includes $599 dealer handling fee plus tax, title license, dealer equipment, offer N7818. This legal minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your legal minute. You're injured. It's a car crash. You've been rear-ended. Now you're going to talk to the insurance adjuster. Surely they're going to help you. Wrong. Surely they're going to be on your side. Wrong. Do you know what to say and do in the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster? If they said, we're going to send you a few forms to fill out, would you do it? We're going to send you some releases and a questionnaire. Should you do it? No. Should you sign the releases? No. You need to listen to our show. Go to our website. Listen, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button there that you can hit, and it's called What You Need to Know Before the Very First Phone Call with the Insurance Adjuster. You can come in, have a free initial consultation with us, and we'll help you there. And we'll give you a free legal game plan. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. 
For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Summer is here and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. The Colorado Rapids take on Minnesota United FC on June 23rd at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Look to the wall, but it's Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Badgy delivers a burgundy wave here at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Hey sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently I've had trouble doing those things and I went to Downtown's Healthcare, founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since 1997 and it's very unique. Why? We offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural healthcare, added it with medical and what we found is we get much better results. So for my case, it was lower back issues, and every two or three months they'd come back. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient-specific. Once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together, and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition. Downtown's Healthcare. There's an S in there, downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. Savor some of the most delicious, authentic Japanese food featuring street food at Sushi Den Restaurant's annual summer rooftop party. Denver's finest and 15 renowned Japanese chefs will present a lively arcade of ramen, fried and grilled bites, and delicacies. Sip sake and enjoy the live entertainment. Tickets are on sale now and include food and drink. Exclusive VIP packages include VIP bar service, waitstaff, and reserved table. Proceeds benefit charity. It's a foodie adventure at the annual Sushi Den rooftop party, June 26th and 27th. Tickets and info at SushiDen.net. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Check in with Bill Hanslick here momentarily. A few minutes. Uh, also, find out where HW is. He went to Missouri. You should know all about Michael Porter Jr. Hey, uh, Check in with him as well. Vic, just a little something to uh, kind of you know, tie things up from the week, yeah. uh, watching the World Cup at the moment. Uh-huh. Uh, NGA, I assume oh. that's Nigeria. Okay. Is playing ISL. IS, I, hold on a second. Hold on. ISL? ISL. ISL. Yeah. Playing an island? Island? I don't know. Island ISL. City? Now I know who it is. I just yeah. don't know why it's ISL. It's Iceland. Yeah. But ISL? I don't, I don't understand. I don't either. I just wanted to bring it up because it continues to aggravate me. Other things that aggravate me. Among the names that you and I have been called via the text line today, and I'm not going to read all these texts, on National Bring Your Dog to Work Day. Among the names we've been called, gross, curmudgeons, a-holes, and I like this last one. This just came, fascist. Fascist? Yeah, we've been called fascists all because 
I choose not to distract or disturb my coworkers in their place of employ. I'm trying to do you a favor by not bringing my two barking dogs to work. That's me being courteous of you, okay? I don't want to distract you while you're doing your work. But now I'm a fascist because of that. Yeah, we've also been called right-wingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, rich college boys? Yes. Is that what it was? Yes, yeah. rich college yeah. boys. That's been on the list too. So, so l- l- let's recap. Because I choose not to take my two little dogs that I love that bark all the time. If somebody moves, they bark. Because I choose not to bring them to the office so as to not to disturb you while you're doing your work. I'm the fascist. Well, that's not our entire take. Like your choice did not bring him is part of it, but it's also like we don't think it's appropriate for anybody to bring their dog to work. Everybody should follow your lead yeah. on this. That's kind of where we stand, and that apparently is fascist. By the way, I, so far, zero dogs in the office. Well, it's it's still early. It's 9-19. It's a Friday. You know things don't get rolled until 1. I know. I know. Just giving you the update. Zero at the moment. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I just did have a lap. A, have you made the run? I'll make have another you, lap when Hands comes yeah. in here. Yeah, make a lap around there. Check check deep into the office space. Because I guarantee there are hidden dogs in there. Zero so far. I mean, I just can't believe some of the the words. Oh, we we touched yeah. the nerve and then some. And 9916 just added another one. Dude, chill out. Seriously. Chill out. Uh, my I take mean, on it just is... Just because you like something doesn't mean I have to like it. I just think I should be able to go to work and not be distracted by your dog. That's it. That's my take. That's my take. Your dog, and, your and, dog should yes. be at your house, not yes. our workplace. And, and, and this guy who just called me this word on the text line, let me know where you work. Uh, you know, instead of... First of all, you don't put your name at the end of your text. Let me know where you work. I want to know where you work. And I tell you what, next week, I'm going to show up with a parakeet, a monkey, and a bag full of cobras. I'm going to bring those to the, your place of employ, and I just want to hang out. What's, just want to hang out. What's the word he used? Not something uh, you can say it. on there? Yeah, I can't. I'm not reading that crap. Well, I'm not allowed I mean, to yeah, That's what see, I'm saying. These people the with these words, you know, they're, they're so educated. Yeah, cause, okay. Just, let me know where you work. Well, well, it's the irony that they want us to be accepting of their their dogs at our workplace, but they're not accepting of our position that we don't like that. They just call us names. I've had this debate with my wife all the time. Again, there are two dogs in my home all day. All day. Hey, uh, like when we go eat at my mom's house, I'm going to bring the dogs. No, you're not. I'm not bringing the dogs to my mom's. They're not dog people. We're not going to, we're going to be courteous. We're not bringing the dogs to my mom's. They're your dogs. They should be at your house. They're not my mom. We're not bringing them. That's her house. She doesn't like them. We're not going to do that. I told you a couple weeks ago, dude shows up at the house with the dog at the dinner table. I, I lost it. When I uh, when I come next week, I will not bring uh, any pets. I never saw Bill in person. God rest his soul. <laughs> yeah, I just told you stories. That was good enough. Stories and pictures. I didn't need to bring him to the office, show him off, let him show you all his tricks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not going to read that last one. Uh, Avs draft tonight. Uh, Altitude 950, of course, will have you uh, set up for that all day long. Uh, Director of Scouting, Alan Heppel, as uh, Greg Wyshynski just told us, he believes Ottawa will hold on to that number four overall choice. So the Avs are going to have eight picks today, uh, barring a trade, eight picks in the draft. And then you got to hope, as an Avs fan, that Ottawa completely implodes, unravels, yes. and has the worst season 
in franchise history. And then the Avs next year will have themselves the number one pick in the draft. That's what you're rooting for. That would for. be nice. The oddest thing about this is that the Avs don't know until they'd be on the clock at number four. That's they weird. They don't know for me. sure. Yeah. Right. That's weird to me. Like you, you would think there'd be some sort of a rule that, hey, you gotta let them know 24 hours ahead of time or uh-huh. something that the trigger would be prior to going on the clock. You gotta be ready to pick at four or make a move at four, not knowing if you have the fourth overall pick. That's well, odd. you have you have to be ready for everything, my man, because uh, anything and everything can happen. Look at the Nuggets last night. Nobody expected Michael Porter Jr. to drop that far. Okay, maybe late in the one, two, maybe I I figured eight, nine, or ten, but fourteen. Nobody expected that, and they had to change their game plan. Yeah, but they knew they were picking change. at fourteen. I'm sure they had a list of people that could be available. They had their top 14 players, and he was on it. Because you know you're picking at 14. Yeah, but at no point did they feel he was going to fall to 14. Not until later in the day. That is true. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody. Not until later in the day did they believe that. Um, I We know a little bit about Michael Porter Jr. He's going to talk to uh, uh, the media at 1230 today, along uh, with the uh, second-round choices, Jared Vanderbilt and Thomas Welsh. That'll be carried live here on Altitude 950. We know that Michael Porter Jr. is coming off back surgery. We know he's one of eight siblings in his family. Um, but we need to know a little bit more about what kind of talent he really is. Let's call HW. He's part of this show. I don't know where the hell he is. Where did he go? Uh, I believe he's in Philadelphia. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. I just saw a picture on Twitter of the Liberty Bell and a Nuggets hat. If there's ever a day for him to be here, this is it. This is his guy. It's the only day we need him today. Hello? H.W. Vic. Hey, what's up, Vic? How are you? You're, you're live on the radio here in Denver, Colorado. Oh, thanks. I uh, just found my... Uh, I, hang up. <laughs> hang, hang up. Mark, hang up. Jesse, hang up. Nope. Hang up. Nope. We're going to try this again. <laughs> We're going to call him back. He just... You know why I hung up on Yes. Him. Why did said, I hang up? Oh, things. Thanks. Let's try this again. He can't say the word thanks. Hang up on him every time he says a word wrong. If he calls it Coors Field, <laughs> hang up immediately. One more time. Give him one more chance. That's Come on. It. Come on, HW. Come through. He's probably still talking. He didn't know we hung up on him. I had no idea. He and Keith. Oh, now he's not going to answer. Yeah, now he's going to play. Hard to get. I'm taking my phone and going home. Hey, HW, sorry about that. We had a bad connection. Yeah. Sorry about that, man. Okay, yeah. What's up? Uh, anyway, Michael uh, Porter Jr., you you mentioned his name, dude, as a proud Mizzou grad as you are. You mentioned him a long time ago. And I remember saying to you, dude, I watched him play late in the season. He didn't look that good. How much of that not looking good was all the result of his injury? I think it was all of it. He was trying to get on the court to be this quote-unquote hero that the Missouri fans wanted, and he just wasn't healthy. I mean, if if I'm the Nuggets, I redshirt this guy this year. I, I don't think there's any reason to play him. I think you do a, a Joel Embiid-type situation in Philly, and you just sit him on the bench. But the fact he fell to you at 14 is a massive blessing in the long term. I'm not sure he helps you in the short term. Hmm. So what was all the hubbub at Mizzou? Because I remember you saying even before the start of the season, Missouri's, Missouri's a national title contender. Watch out. This kid's going to take him next level. Obviously, it didn't work out because of the injury. But did you guys really feel that way? 
Yeah, I mean, the comparisons were to Kevin Durant. You know, they said he's going to be the one-and-done, he's the Durant-type guy. If they could come out after high school, Porter would have and could have been the number one pick a year ago. And then, of course, classic Mizzou, he hurts his back in the first game against Iowa State, isn't right the entire year, tries to come back, SEC tournament, NCAA tournament, and can't even play. So uh, I, I don't know why... Uh, Missouri is cursed, but I firmly believe if MPG or MPJ had played the entire season, uh, they would have been a one, two, three seed in the NCAA tournament and made a run. It didn't work out that way, but that doesn't mean he can't be an asset to the Nuggets for five, ten years. It just it, it, anyone who thinks he's starting at the small forward in game one is crazy. The guy could barely walk on the stage last night. There's a reason he fell to 14. He was a projected top five pick. So uh, I just think. Porter is an incredibly lucky uh, thing to happen to the Nuggets, but I, I highly doubt he's a contributor this season. If he, I mean, falling all the way to 14 cost him a lot of money. If he's this injured, why did he come out? Why didn't he come back? Why didn't he go back to Mizzou? Because I don't think he could have played this year, James. I think that's the thing. Is his stock would have declined even more, and then maybe we're talking about a, a second round pick a year from now. I mean, in huh. the NBA, it's. It's kind of like the NFL. It's what have you done for me lately? And if you're the Porter family and you're Michael Porter Jr., you at least can get in the money, get your con- or get in the league, get get your contract, get your money now. Um, you're right. He did lose a lot of money, but he still was the last selection in the lottery last night. And I think if he goes back to Missouri and has another hobbled year, then NBA scouts just move on. They just say mm, whatever, you know. So I think Porter came out knowing he had to come out and just kind of get into the draft on name alone, and uh, luckily for the Nuggets, he was there. But, again, any Nuggets fan who thinks he's starting at small forward on opening night is crazy. I mean, I we all saw what we saw last night. This kid is hurt, and he's hurt bad, and I would be highly, highly surprised if the Nuggets don't take this as a redshirt year for Porter and then see what they have in him. I would have no issues with that, by the way. I would have none. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Um, I, 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 I don't see, Vic, why why you need to force him this year. What yeah. What is the upside of forcing him this year and getting him more hurt? Look how it has worked out in Philly to have these guys sit out. I, I think that's a frustrating answer for Nuggets fans, but I think it's the right answer for Porter. Uh, you're missing a great day in the office. Uh, in the studio right now, we have a uh, cobra, a dead squirrel, uh, a parakeet, and a baby wolverine. So, uh, it's a good day. Uh, we're, we're getting our work done. We're very productive, and we look forward to having you back next week, HW. Yeah, happy, happy take your pet to work day, and I just found my wallet, so I'm a happy camper. We went out last night in Philadelphia, and I, I literally thought I lost my wallet. I was in full panic mode when you guys first called, so that's why I said yeah. things instead of thanks. So. Okay, how much – just, just, you know I like to check in. Uh, go ahead and open that wallet. How much cash do you have in said wallet as we speak? Uh, I've got an ID. I've got a couple credit cards. I've got no cash. Okay, so who cares if you lose the wallet? I mean, you have no cash, you can cancel the... Who cares? Well, when the Uber ride home is a little hazy, you want to wake up with the wallet. You know, you got to make sure everything's good. Getting on that airplane to come home would have been tough without that ID. Yeah, you can make it. Exactly. I'll see you guys on Monday. Take care. See you. Bye, HW. Uh, Vic, thanks to HW's, uh, you know, great college basketball insight about Michael Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sitting on the uh, ledge in my office, I have a... uh, Ticket from the Westgate Casino for Mizzou to win the national title. Could have yeah, lit, that worked. Could have lit that on fire after the <laughs> opening round of the tournament. Uh, now we got people on the text line calling us out because, you know, and two five zero one. That's a legit text. Um, if you're the boss of a company or the boss of wherever you work and you want to bring your dogs, you can do whatever the heck you want because you're the boss. True. Right? 
True. You're the ball. You, you set the standard. The, the Don, the Godfather. I think if Don Corleone wanted to bring his dog to the family meetings, he could do whatever the heck he wants. Yeah. He's the boss. Dr. Evil can bring his pet. I'm talking about the rest of us. The rest of us. The common Joes. Today it's uh free pass day. You can bring anything you yes, want to work, is. apparently. Up next, Bill Hanslick. His thoughts on what the Nuggets did on the Vic Lombardi Show. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Just over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or a radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance. Assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Gain practical experience with emerging technology and equipment not found in the civilian world. The Army National Guard can get you started in an array of STEM-related career fields such as information technology, communication systems, special forces engineers, technical engineering, air traffic control, and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear science. Get a head start on your career in an exciting new field while earning money to pay for college, all while serving in your own community. Log on to NationalGuard.com or talk to a recruiter in your area to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at bplplasma.com. 
Saturday, June 23rd is the main event of the Rockies' 25th anniversary season with stars of past and present. All-time 25 alumni like Larry Walker and Todd Helton, along with Charlie, Nolan, and the current team, will join fans on the field for a 25th anniversary photo day. So, here's your to-do list. Arrive at 1015 to get your King Supers throwback replica jersey, get photos with the Rockies, and enjoy special ceremonies before the 110 game versus the Marlins. Go to Rockies.com slash 25th to get your June 23rd tickets before they're gone. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at Ken's AutoserviceInc.com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. 12.30 today, Altitude 950. You'll uh, hear the press conference as the Nuggets welcome in uh, three new players, three draft picks. Michael Porter Jr., of course, uh, the 14th overall pick. 12.30 press conference at Pepsi Center. Let's bring in my partner in crime at Altitude TV, Mr. Bill Hanslick, who uh, covers the Nuggets, has coached the Nuggets, played for the Nuggets. Billy, initial thoughts on Michael Porter Jr. falling all the way to 14 right into the Nuggets' laps. Well, I, you know, I like it. Anytime you're drafting down there, um, you, you, as, as the draft goes, you're always looking, they always talk about the best player. So you want a best player that could potentially be an all-star, a great player, not just a role, kind of fill in the kind of, you want a great. So Michael Porter fits that. He could potentially be an all-star type player. Now, obviously, you, 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 you've talked about it a ton already, the back problems and things like that. Um, Nuggets will just have to monitor that and be, you know, be cautious with him. He is a young player, but uh, uh, I like it. I really like this pick. There are different kind of back issues. You had a back issue that ultimately ended your career. This kid's back issue, uh, I'm told, was an in-and-out procedure. It was done in two hours. He was out of there in a couple of... I, does it scare... When you hear the word back injury, that's just scary to hear, isn't it? Well, it, it is. I mean, obviously, in the days when I had mine, you got the, the zipper, and they would go in there, and I, I didn't have my spine fused or anything, but I had laminectomies, and, and now they can do it with microsurgery, and usually you've got a disc that's protruding. I'm not sure that's what it is, so don't make it sound like that, but when, when you go in, if it's a minor procedure, you can go in and, and snip some of that disc material, but anytime you compromise, uh, if that was the case, you compromise that disc lining, there's a potential to, for re-injury. Um, so, yeah, but I think it, it's gotten so much better on how you handle those things with training and physical therapy and stuff. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta hope for the best on that. I don't know what his MRI say and all that, but, uh, I still, I like to pick. Uh, obviously, the Nuggets have enough medical information on it. They get it going. You know what? You know what's kind of ironic, Big? I, I was thinking about this today and you watched, I, I know you were highly involved with the draft last night. Do you remember the ninth pick, the Knicks? What what happened at that point? Uh, yeah, they took uh, Kevin Knox, the kid out of Kentucky. Right, but what what was the crowd chanting? Were they, they, they were chanting, chanting Porter? 
Michael Porter. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were they were ticked. Oh and yeah, end, yeah, and they end up getting Kevin Knox, who a lot of experts kind of said, "Hey, here's the guy. This is the guy that's going to fall to the Nuggets." So it's kind of ironic that uh, poor Kevin Knox is going to go to New York, and they're already going to hate him. <laughs> he hadn't even set foot on ground yet. I know. Well, uh, it, it's sort of the New York way, though, isn't it? I mean, those fans are never yeah, happy oh, no matter totally, what. Totally. Yeah, so the, forever those two will probably be linked. It'll be fun to watch the development of those two. I, I'm of the opinion, though, Hans, even if he doesn't step foot on the court this year, it's still a, a choice you have to make. See, I yes. don't see this as a gamble Absolutely. at 14. It's, it's a gamble at 4 or 5, not at 14. Redshirt him. Well, that's what Philly did with uh, Embiid and Simmons. You can redshirt. This is now the modern-day version of redshirting. Instead of doing it in college, you're doing it in the NBA. Yeah, they, the guy's 19 years old. Holy cow. So, yeah, you, you treat him with kid gloves and and stuff. Obviously, he's a very competent person. Anybody comes out and says, well, I'm a mix of Kevin Durant and I forget what other player. <laughs> he's got some confidence in the game. Well, now you gotta you got to grow into that. But I have complete agreement with you uh, how it's set up the G League, everything more of a minor league system. Your rosters are deeper so you can keep a guy – on your thing, and and it would be a sheer bonus if they got productive minutes out of here in the second half of the season. Um, what what do the Nuggets do with the um, dilemma? And, and, and I'll call it that because we all know they were trying to trade Kenneth Fareed, and they still have time to make it happen. But how aggressive do they need to become before the start of the season, or can you foresee him staying on the roster? Can that work? Golly, I, I, I think you pursue all options. And, and sure. I don't understand the complete salary. I need to sit down with Arturis. Um, I, from what I understand, I, I heard the other night that you can now cut a guy and spread his money out over yes. three years. Yes, you can. That, that could be a, that could be a total option right there. So that's your, your least option. Um, uh, I, I, he could be on the roster. Maybe it shook him up enough last year where, You'll really go back at it hard and try to get back in that rotation. I'm not sure what they have in mind, uh, but for Kenneth, if he wants to continue his NBA career and be a factor, he's got to go back to work. He's really got to work on his game. Hmm. Um, I'm of the belief that the the Nuggets are going to be a playoff team uh, with or without contribution from Michael Porter. You hope he plays, but I think they're a playoff team next year. I think those are the expectations, no matter what. The the entire league is being held hostage by the the, the wonderment of a, of LeBron James. Do you think what I think? I think LeBron knows exactly where he's going to play next year, and he's known for quite some time, but he's uh, he's holding his cards close to his vest, all this thing about you know free agent trips. I, I don't think any of that. He knows exactly what he's going to do. What do you think? What? Yeah, I, I, I tend to side with you. Uh, I, I do know one thing, or I should say I know it for sure, but he is not going to do what he did last time with that, you know, just crazy, you know, ESPN, I'm going to make mm-hmm. this announcement where I'm going to go. And and all I remember is, David, it, it was horrible. Cleveland was so mad. Uh, I remember David Stern saying, obviously, he got some bad advice, protecting the players, as commissioners always do. Uh, but he, he won't do that. He, he's a factor. Uh, you know, it, it's now put together the power teams. What power team is he going to make? 
and how can it be made up? That's he wants to. He's got to want to win it all. That's that's my assessment. Where can you go to do that? Hey, if you had the number one pick, if you were the Phoenix Suns, would you have taken Aiton? Would you have taken Doncic? Who would have been your number one pick? Golly, you know, Vic, I didn't study it that hard. Yeah. Probably Aiton. It really seems his athleticism. You know, watching a little film on him. Uh, God, he's active and everything. I'm. Vic, I'm thrilled or enthralled with with Trey Young. I love what the Atlanta Hawks did. You're fascinated. I think there was a lot of lying going on. There's a lot of lying going on where people are saying, "Ah, oh, he's guy, he can't guard anybody." This is a guy. Again, he's one year out of high school. Nobody can stay in front of him off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a little flight of size. Steph Curry, the unlimited range. Yeah, he turns it over a little bit. These are all things that I think this this kid, I really like. I think he's an exciting guy for fans. I would not be surprised if Atlanta season tickets go up just to watch this guy play. I, I agree, and I like the, uh, I'm not going to call it courage, but the collions that the Atlanta Hawks displayed there because you could easily yeah. say, we have our point guard. They have Dennis Schroeder, right? They're set there at point guard. They don't need another point guard. But, you know, all that be damned. You can't have enough talent. Hey, two point guards. I don't care. Do what you got to yep. do. I, I yep. agree with you. Play them both together. Yeah. Can you imagine the quickness in that backcourt? Are you kidding me? Nobody can oh. stay in front of Schroeder. I remember him coming into Pepsi yeah. Center. Nobody can guard the guy. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. I, 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 or, or maybe there's a lot of teams that need a point guard. Maybe they trade Schroeder and really get some other goods. So, yeah. uh, those guys are in value, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm like you. I, I'm I'm excited to watch this guy play because not only is he a great player, I in his interviews and things, he he is a just a great young man. I mean, he's he's got it together at such a young age on how he speaks and talks and things. I, I really like that about him. All right, what's going down at uh, the Gold Crown here? You got volleyball camp coming up, and then uh, your hoops camp, of course. Yeah, we got that. You, you know what's interesting right now? You want to see some fun basketball. So we right now, let's see, Thursday, yesterday, Friday, today, tomorrow, Saturday, we have a 146-team team camp. Eight or ten different states, I think, players come in from. Uh, they play eight games in three days. So it is going nuts. The upper divisions are at our Gold Crown Fieldhouse. So that's that's what's on store this week. Next week, I, I think there's some spots left on our girls' volleyball camp. We'll have somewhere between 225 and 250 girls uh, kind of ages, uh, fifth grade on up through ninth grade, uh, Metro State staff is, uh, is our clinicians and, and do, they do a wonderful job. And then we have my camps coming up. We'll have a, right around 450 kids, uh, goldcrownfoundation.com, all age groups, couple weeks, whether you're boys or girls, depending on your age, there's a session for you. Um, just a lot of things. I, I want to see you out here. Here's what we're going to do, Vic. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Michael and also, we'll have Michael Porter reversible uh, jerseys uh, as part nice. of the camp. Remember last year? I think it was the last year or two years ago when you put on yeah. the Jamal Murray. Oh yeah, and shot. I couldn't miss. Couldn't miss once I put on the Jamal. Yeah, jersey. you were just nailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. It might be a little long, but we're gonna get a Michael Porter on you. It'll, That's it'll what we're gonna like do. A dress. By the way, for those of you interested, yeah. Michael Porter will will wear the number one. He's the uh, number one for the uh, Nuggets Ooh. this year. That's the jersey he chose. Yeah, you know, you know. Quick, another thought on Michael Porter. I, I was coaching down in Charlotte when Kevin Garnett came into the league, and I'm like, high schooler. Oh my gosh, this guy! 
wow, the first time I saw him, I, it, we played him, only played Minnesota twice that year. So we were in Charlotte the first time. And I'm like, well, this guy's got some quickness, he's got some length, but he can't play dead. By the, by three, four minutes later, we play him again. He's blocking shots and rebounding. I'm going, okay, I get it. This guy is mm-hmm. going to be really good, good toughness. So, you know, fans, don't expect Michael Porter, Porter to come out and just blow your eye sockets off. It'll take some time, but he's got skills. He's got three-point range. He can put it on the floor. And, you know, I, I listened to another interview with, uh, I don't know, I think it was on ESPN Radio or something, and they're talking about um, the league is trending towards two-way players with length. That exactly classifies Michael Porter. He can play multiple positions, and he's got length. Length cures a lot of defensive ills. Now, is he a great individual player? No. But arms move a lot quicker than feet. That's what I know, Vic. 6'10", wingspan. He's got all of that covered. Hey, Hans, thanks for the time as usual. You have a great weekend, my man. All right, Vic. Great talking to you. Take have care, a great day. Bill great show. Hanslick, everybody. Uh, when we come back, this just came across my Twitter feed, and we got to get on this. Well, I just said it to you, Jesse. Apparently, Marquette King, Denver Broncos punter, Marquette King, just dropped himself a single. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Got to hear it. So we don't have to – all the Chad Kelly songs we hear on this show, on this mm-hmm. – you know, Mark Mosier plays it to death. We finally have some competition for Swag Kelly. Marquette King dropped a single, and you know me. I appreciate and understand the art of dance. I will listen to it, and I will evaluate it. I will provide my assessment when we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text... Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Welcome to Consumer Car Buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes. Super low. Come on. Payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this class. There is a better way. The 
Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time, and make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you'll love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep Celebration event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing, terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Summer is here, and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303-469-0808. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This is the uh, the newest single dropped by Broncos punter Marquette King. So let's, uh, this is the first we've heard. This is fresh, right out of the chute. This is Altitude 950, also known as the Smooth, with Marquette Kings. Very first single release right here. World debut. Mm-hmm. Okay. You talking about being in Denver? Okay, all right. So he's talking about being away from home, a thousand miles away. Should he step out of the house? Should he take the car for a spin? Does she want to go for uh, a ride? I, is this what you're getting out of this? Well, I didn't pick up any of that, to be honest with you. I, I, I wasn't really listening to the lyrics. I, I was ready to hate this song. I was ready to go on my rant about how 
you know, God only gives you so many talents, and if you're good enough to be a professional athlete, mm-hmm. you're probably not also good enough to be a singer. You mm-hmm. just you just aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the tune. You like it? You like the feel? I do. I, I feel like I'm at the club in Vegas. I'm I'm ready to go. I he like it. Re- he actually recorded this at my brother's studio. Really? Yeah. Dude, I, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm telling you, I was all prepared to hate it, to rip okay. it. Yeah. And uh catchy. I like it. Because you know, if there is an authority on uh hit music, it is Manchester. Yes, exactly. I'm kind of the hit maker. I'm the uh Simon Cowell of Denver. Yeah. Uh by the way, the guy that keeps accosting us regarding our take your dog to work day uh take it said he is warned that he's now going to send a full report of our hot take to PETA. And oh. you should be hearing from PETA soon. Great. I can't wait. Because what we said was had something to do with the yeah. ethical treatment of animals? Yes. yes. It's unethical. It's for unethical. us to think it's not proper to bring your dog to work. That's unethical. It's unethical to think your dog should be at home yes. being and cared for. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, we We were totally wrong, Vic. These dog people aren't. Off the rocker at all? Nope, nope. It's us. Yeah. Have you have you made the rounds? Have you seen any? Uh, still zero. Wow. I mean, it's it's pushing ten o'clock. So uh, I, I'm I'm shocked, but I, I will I will definitely make sure I get a final like, count. Are you sure you you're, you're looking deep into the the cubbies and all that? They're no like toy dogs because the toy dogs are big there. Well, that's sure? true. That's true. I may need to look under desks and stuff. Yes. Okay. I'll do a little bit more of a comprehensive search. I mean, these commercial breaks aren't that long, man. It's a big office. Uh, again, later today, the NHL draft. Uh, see what the Avs do. Uh, I know Mark Mosier is going to break it down for you. Uh, the Avs director of scouting, Alan Heppel, has already said that he thinks Ottawa will hold on to that number four pick. So the Avs will uh, pick number 16 overall, barring any trades today. At 1230. On these airwaves, Altitude 950, we will carry it live, the press conference from Pepsi Center, introducing uh, Michael Porter Jr., Jared Vanderbilt, and Thomas Welsh. Porter Jr., as I'm told, has arrived. He is in town, the uh, first-round draft pick. Also, Kwanzo Martin, who coached him at the University of Mizzou, uh, will conduct a uh, conference call later. Maybe the coach has a little more insight to his injury. Uh, yeah, you know, HW's uh, assessment of the injury didn't sound very positive. Yeah, but that's HW. I know, but he made it sound like there's no chance he plays. Yeah. Like, I, he came back and played in the NCAA tournament. Like, I know he was rusty and he didn't look good, but he didn't get injured again since then, did he? Why, well, why would he, he have to he, shut it down for a whole year? Well, he didn't do, the reason why a lot of teams were scared off is that he would not allow their medical personnel to look at him. He had another hip injury, which caused him to cancel some workouts. Yeah, he had the hip spasms, which yes. could be the most fortuitous hip spasms in the history of Denver exactly. sports. Exactly. Hip spasms for the Nuggets, that's a good thing right now because it allowed him to drop to 14. But I just don't understand what's happened that would make it make him go from, yeah, he's able to come back and play in the NCAA tournament, albeit not very well, to mm-hmm. he's going to miss the entire year. That I don't, I don't understand how that happens. We hear examples of players who have health issues going in and never really recover. Uh, Sam Bowie, uh, Greg Oden, right? Guys like that that never really a fulfilled potential because of those injuries. Give me an example of a guy who had injuries coming out of school and then went on to become a star. The injuries never became a concern. Give me some of those examples. I was trying to think of that last night. Oh, guys man. who came in with that rep, right? Oh, this guy's oft injured 
And, uh, those injuries were never a doubt. You know, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a guy. I'll give you a guy. Do you remember when, and this is a different sport, when the Broncos drafted Demarius Thomas and yeah. he had uh, knee concerns? Yeah. I, come on. He's, he's been a warrior. He has he's been. through all kinds of injuries. He gets hobbled seemingly every game, but he always uh, comes back. I'll give you another example. Um, the biggest drawback and the biggest concern of the biggest free agent to ever be signed here in the history of Denver sports was a four-time neck fusion in Peyton Manning. Do you remember the fear there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, he wasn't the same guy, but he was able to come back and still be pretty damn effective. I think you'll take him. No doubt, no doubt. It is, though, you you struggle from back problems. Uh, I have suffered from back problems. They aren't usually something that go away. However, when you're 19 years old, I think you have a shot of having surgery be successful and you're good to go. But back problems tend to linger. Let's hope they don't. Let's bring in Marty O now. Tell us what we did wrong today. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, we'll start with uh, Vic giving me about nine seconds to do the uh, fact checker here. But, uh, Vic, you mentioned the uh, Nuggets second-round selection name. Uh, let's hear how you kind of tripped up over it. Okay. Uh, Jarrell Vanderbilt and uh, Thomas Welsh. <laughs> what? So Jared Vanderbilt. You said Jarrell. Oh, is it? And you kind of said it Vanderville, too. Yeah. Jarrell Vanderbilt. Jarrell Vaudeville. You'll get to know him. Don't worry. Uh, There's H- a reason that I uh, I, uh, I shortened your... Yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, HW is on the show for less than three minutes, but uh, <laughs> he was able to make the mistake of the day. Let's hear this. Hey, what's up, Vic? How are you? You're, you're live on the radio here in Denver, Colorado. Oh, thanks. Well, thanks. Peterson doesn't know how to speak the good English. That was our pal Birdo. I've been waiting to use that one for a long time. Hey, Birdo's got his own pronunciation issues, trust yeah, me. <laughs> no doubt. That's a boomerang-shaped yeah. stone that he's uh-huh. chucking. <laughs> All right, and that's it, fellas. What's up, dog? That was it? That was it, yeah. All right. We are late. I mean, Scott and Julie are already in the studio. Okay, Jesse, fires up. Like elbowing me. This is the Fired Up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. I'm honest. I'm fair and honest. I've said it from the get-go on this show. I am fair and honest. Luka Doncic's mother is nice-looking. She's a nice-looking lady. I'm not disagreeing with you. At all. I don't and, and know, don't, I don't know why we're at that age. But I'm just saying, you can't tell me that guys my age watching the draft last night did not have the same impression. I know you did, and you're lying if you didn't. I'm gonna leave you out there on this limb all by Great, yourself. Great, you can Victor. leave me all you want. I speak the truth on this show. <laughs> See how many texts we got of people, uh, googling Luka Doncic's mother? I mean, listen, hey, you know, hey, respect. That's all I have to say is respect. You got me? Respect. Up next. Hastings and Brownman, Altitude 950. Respect. Altitude 950. Rewind.